All right, we ready. Ready, ready, ready. What's good? It's Taryn, aka the Baldy God, aka Baldy Supreme, representing for the Real Talk session series where all we do is provide that real talk only. Hey y'all, this is your girl Tiffany from They Didn't Tell You Podcast over here on the People Talking Podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to the very first holiday pod clash featuring us three people over here. We'll be going to say who we are in a second real quick. Uh just it's been a tough year for everybody, but there's also been some great moments, too. So this is going to be an opportunity for us to all come together and just talk about everything that occurred this year. So let me start it off. What's going on, y'all? I am Taryn Morgan, the second, a.k.a. the smoothest body on both sides of the Mason Dixon's lines. The body got superbly supreme gleam. Now, I mean, Ooh. top two bodies and I'm not number two. I can't. And the host <laughs> of the Miseducation of the People podcast. I'm going to pass it over to the next person. What's going on with y'all? Hey, um, I like the Supreme Gleam. I, li- I like that. That's good. That's a good AKA. Exactly. You know, you know. Hey, you know, it's yours truly. It's your man, Monty Styles, a.k.a. Styles, a.k.a. ADM, Monty Merlot, Styles, my bad, Quarantine, Ting, Summertime Styles, Styles, I like Blau. If you listen to the podcast, the people talking podcast, that is, you know all the AKs. Welcome, guys. Happy New Year. Yes, yes, yes. And then you have me. <laughs> <laughs> um hey y'all my name is tiffany i am the host of they didn't tell you podcast i only have one aka and i decided i miss y'all inspired me to get my aka hey. and my aka is just legally black it's me on instagram Ooh. that's all i got for y'all okay okay I, I nothing else legally black girl um maybe rihanna's cousins uh twice removed so let's mm. go with that because my caribbean sister but that's all i have then <sighs> once you got the aks down next time i'm gonna be ready for y'all <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a whatever. You know, you gotta tap, chip away it little by little. You work, know, can work, I tell work, 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 work. <laughs> can I tell you before we get into it too? I'm really excited to be doing this episode with y'all. Collabing is hard. Collabing yeah. is not easy, and I want to say that at the beginning because I feel like we need to hear it. All three of us need to hear it yeah. before we mm-hmm. get into it. It's tough, and so I appreciate us getting getting to this point to record this episode so that all of our listeners can hear us across the board and show right. like you know it can be difficult, but that shit can get done. For so sure. let's get it done. And we have <laughs> we have three strong personalities. So yeah, yeah, it is uh it is tasking sometimes, but like, you know, it's nice that we could get this mm. Willie P fam together. Word. And you know, thanks yeah. for Taryn for leading the video, you know, the mm-hmm. graphics. No problem, no problem. And it's been great. Let's do this. I know I'm a raging Virgo. I apologize, y'all, but go ahead. Let's Pisces gang. <laughs> Let them fish swim. Not me. Virgo rising. So I see you right here. Leo's gang up. Not me. Late Leo. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we got a couple topics we're gonna hit mm-hmm. on today. And you know we're gonna get into the very first one. All right. Well, let's uh let's talk about music and entertainment. Rap album of the year. You know, uh-huh. I'm I'm the I'm the hip hop snob, hip hop kind of sore out here, mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. it's only right that I that I let you guys uh you know into the world of music this year. I mean, music has been crazy this year. You know, 2020 has been a year to say the least. I know we all know that. 
Um, you know, by the time March came, we were quarantined up and, mm-hmm. you know, the people, the, the French Montanas and, you know, the Meg the Stallions, we didn't really know what to do right away because, you know, that's, that's that club music. That's that mm-hmm. outside party music, you know, and you couldn't mm-hmm. go outside. You couldn't turn it up for real. <laughs> you was doing all lounge music, <laughs> you know, cause you was lounging on pajamas. You ain't wearing no jeans. <laughs> Come on now. You know, so I mean, music Bye. has been crazy. I mean, they kind of got it together during the summer and, um, people started putting more music out they weren't they were less scared and we ended up getting some good albums my favorite yes, rap did. album of the year um was rap rapidly rap was uh king's disease nas mm. you know that that that's that was probably yeah. my favorite nas is veteran for sure you know still in the top five which is not five you know <laughs> and um he you know hit boy laced us with some some impressive beats you know, he produced the whole thing, got the firm back together, got Foxy Brown over there. She could hear everything. Uh, and- <laughs> I'm about to mute my mic. Turn the vibe up a little bit. Not, not, not with my good sis. No, you know, when she said, turn the beat up, she really meant to. Oh, no, damn, damn. I'm muting my mic. Um, damn, he had to do it. Oh, man, Cormega was there. You know, we had a Big Sean collab with Don Tolliver. Like, it was a really, really well put together album. Way better than the Kanye. Mm-hmm. That thing <laughs> that we got yeah. a, a mm. year ago. Massacre. That massacre, yeah. It shouldn't be called Nas here. It'd be called Massacre. You know um, what? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm done with you. Please stop. King's Disease was my album, though. How about you, Tiff? Uh, for me, I have to go with Blast, B-L-X-S-T. If you listen to my podcast, mm. you heard me use one of his songs for my Songs of the Week from his No Love Lost album. They all call them EPs, LPs. I really don't... I'll be forgetting what the difference is between the two. But um, yeah. to me, it's all just music. I don't like to, you know, delineate between what and what. But um, I love that album. I love that he brings like an R&B melody to it. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it before, like he gives like a, a Drake-ish vibe in his music, but he actually sounds better. Like he has a better singing voice. And mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it before too. Like I, I don't really favor or like Drake's singing voice much like I don't favor or like Nicki Minaj's singing voice. I like them as rap artists. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but when someone can do both, and do it very, very well. I'm like, okay, I could tip my hat to that. And I, the whole album was just fire to me. So yeah. um, I know he's he's been out for a little bit. This is, he's not brand, brand new. Um, but I love his creativeness too. I don't know if you've known, um, you got a chance to look at his music videos, but he did kind of like a series of videos to tell a story with this album. Mm. With this, um, album. And it was really, really dope. Very well thought out. Creative genius. Shout out to you. EP stands for Extended Play. It's... um weird because it's like maybe four or five songs normally so how extended is it um lp i forget what that stands for but that's just like the regular record thank you yeah. for schooling us because <laughs> i mean i knew that i knew that the names of it i knew there was like a difference with how many songs each one has but i'm like it's a collection of music it's a collection i don't i don't feel i don't i don't i don't i don't and, and like honestly, I'm a fan of the more singles, just throwing it out there and yeah, randomness. Yeah, yeah, i don't need the complete yeah. it's nice when you get a complete but mm-hmm. you know it's all good but for me, I don't have an album of the year. I have a group of the year, Griselda. Okay. They held it oh down for real. They kind of remind me of what we're doing over here at Real Talk Session Series, Building Empire. You know what I mean? They got you the clothes, they got shit. the fashion. They got just everything. The you fashion. Got they so, do got the fashion. Exactly. You know, so, you know, shout <laughs> out to Westside Gun. I can't even say that. I can't even. <laughs> How you say it? <laughs> well, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Boop, yeah, boop, 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 boop. I'm not even going to embarrass myself and even try to pretend I know what's going on. I can't do like the, yeah. the, the, the Come on. Yeah, I can't do none of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now nah, shout out to the whole Griselda for real. Westside Gun, Armani Caesar. She's definitely one of the top rappers out here, not just female rappers. The Liz album was tough. 
Uh, and she does that thing we talk about singing and rapping. Mm-hmm. She does that well too. Right, so mommy, salute to I'm her. Check her out. Yeah, Benny the Butcher. Uh, I'll say Benny the Butcher. The Butcher. butcher. Benny the Butcher. Burden of Proof. I mean, that oh, was a tough goodness. album. What's a King to a God on there? That's my track for real. Uh, and Conway the Machine from King to a God. Like the whole click, they they have been consistent and has not let down with the quality. So I just had to give it to everybody within the Zelda click. So salute, definitely. Who do you enjoy the most? Because I really enjoy Conway. It's always a battle between Conway and being the butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like the style and flair, I'm a West Side Gun guy. And I mean, like the, yeah. the ad libs, all that stuff. So, you know, did, I, it's, it's hard. It's true. Did you hear his? We're going to get to that topic too later in this. But did you hear like when he was uh, at the McDonald's drive through and he was like uh, playing around like, let me get a double cheese, baby. <laughs> 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 Hold the pickle. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah. how about having your own conversation? I'm just over here like, wow, don't listen. Know what's like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. As far as R and B is concerned, R and B made a made a headway this year as well. So let's do though. Look at Taryn with the with the graphics. No, right like there. The, the 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 smooth flip. Like, I mean, it's what mm-hmm. we do. Get your, get your virtual event productions. You know here. what? I mean, hit us up. Hit us up. Let's you better. Talk. You better. Yeah. This is marketing one on one. But go ahead. R and B album of the year. You know, I definitely was probably in my R and B bag favorite. more this year. I know yep. Tiffany loves this section. You know, I stay in this bag. <laughs> I reside. I live here. Pay rent there. That rhythm and blues, baby. And I ain't talking R&B about the blues. I mean, <laughs> um, there was a lot that came out this year. I know Party Next Door came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Keanu Lee Day came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Black came out this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot that came mm-hmm. out this year. Savannah Summer Christina, Walker. Savannah Ray. This, yeah. Those two Savannahs are really good. There's a, a, a lot, lot of low-key artists, R&B music came so out. So many. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my favorite was... Well, I had two favorites. Um, The uh, the album. or Is it the album or is it the album, Tiana Taylor? I think it's, it's, it's an album. I it's don't know, a, it's an album. It's an album. <laughs> it's an album. <laughs> the, the, the Gianna Taylor album we've been waiting for, that came out this year, and that's been on yeah. repeat. Um, Concrete, probably one of my favorite songs, probably ever. Like that, that I love that song mm-hmm. um, through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few on that track for sure that, that stayed on my Serato, but I really enjoyed the vision, amusing her, amusing her feelings. That's been something that through and through i could play it all the time there's a great jesse riaz feature on there okay. um it's 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 really it's 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 what they do like you know it's really mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's a sound that is easy to listen to it's not too much of crossover it's just like we we sing this is what we do he, he he works on the keys i work on the vocals and okay. i just enjoy that through and through cool mm-hmm. i need to listen to that well, I'm saying since you already said Tiana Taylor, you know that was that was my album. <laughs> uh, so you can pick that you too. Know, I'm gonna have to go with a single. So I'm gonna go with a "Her Damage." Um, mm-hmm. That is like one of my top songs that I listen to. I vibe mm-hmm. out, you know, when I'm enjoying my legally prescribed cannabis. You, you know, gotta say that you're and, legally um, described. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> legally prescribed, 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 not described. Prescribed, not described. Types of nah, I mean, anyway. <laughs> You know what? We're not the gonna go He's there. The We're not. He's about to get the bars. I mean, like, <laughs> like with that, it's just like her, her voice is just velvety mm-hmm. and it just flows over the beat. Nah, I mean, so mm-hmm. that's the song that you know. I just throw that on, you good, and then um, I ain't gonna lie, hit different was my shit too. For yes, so, oh okay, Sizzle and Ty Dolla Jersey, yep. yes, Jersey, yep, yep. Sizzle, Maple, that Wood. Song too. Maple Wood, Maple Wood. 
my boyfriend loves damage as well, Taryn. He, his feelings yeah. are very much so the same as yours. For me, it's, it was hard to pick an album of the year because there's been so much good music. Um, mm. But I know the one that stood out to me the most, the one I know that's definitely in my most played of 2020 is from Janae's album, Chalumbo. That mm. album is like... It's such a beautiful album. It keeps me calm. And knowing that she's someone, her and Big Sean, knowing that she's in a relationship with somebody that they both kind of struggle with their own mental issues, their own mm. life struggles. I like to hear music like that because that's what I'm going through right now. And yeah. I feel like it's, it's a continuous cycle. So I know some people don't really favor her music per se sometimes. They feel like it's sort of similar. It's kind of like... I don't know, hippie, weed head, you know, drink, smoke, chill, vibe, veg out, all that kind of stuff. But like to me, that's kind of like, you know, it's my type of music too. My friends yeah. always say my music is get high music. I'm like, well, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I like to, <laughs> I like to be, you know, calm and serene and like good yeah. when I yeah, do stuff. I, I don't necessarily like a lot of blasting, you know, in my ears. So yeah. I, I shout out to her. Speak is my favorite song. I, it definitely listed as one mm. of my songs of the week for one episode. But go ahead, sis and pussy fairy. Like, how could you not? Oh, how, yeah, could you, yeah. how could you not? How could you not? Man. Like, See, come on. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready either. <laughs> she came out, but I was like, I don't, I don't know how about how I feel about this song. And then, of course, we all fell in love with this. So that's my album. Oh, you can relate. I can. <laughs> I can. Yes, I was like, I don't know. I mean, with your man having the cornrows, he kind of, you know, resembled the Big Sean for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. So, you know, you, you just you just playing on house over there. You Janae over there. <laughs> Listen, you better cut it. You said my man got locks. You said his locks? Uh, no. Oh, oh, sorry. Locks. My bad. Thank you yeah. for correcting me. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm like, when my man get braced? I'm not. Listen, I got one man. Hey. Are you trying to get caught out here? <laughs> My bad. My yeah. bad. Let me know. Tell my baby, tell my baby you ain't mean that. Cause you, I, didn't, I don't know your situation. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? Let's my, my, the next topic. My, my fault. My fault. Oh, you yeah, know. yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. He said, great. So low key. Let's keep it low key. Yeah, let's, let's keep it low key. <laughs> now you, now you suck it. What's, what's good with you, man? <laughs> Now you're making this like babe. I'm gonna call no, you right after. I was this, just saying, you call, you call me. You know what it is. Don't listen to them. I was just saying, you can relate. I feel like wow. you know, y'all resemble the big show on Janae. I'm, I'm I, I was talking about <laughs> low key album of the year, guys. Um, man, Charles Gambino, aka Donald Glover, his real name. You know, he did drop an album this year. I know it's news to some people <laughs> because. It was such a weird rollout. You know, one one week it was there, the next week it wasn't. And then he finally decided to release it out. There was no album cover. It was just a blank white, you know, slate, similar to Pusha T when he dropped his album. Um, mm. 31520 is what it's called. Um, untitled was what it was before, but like it's 31520, I guess that's the date, you know, that actually did drop, you know, on um, all platforms. But I really enjoyed that album, like, very much so, even without the names of it, you know, I I loved it so much that like I listened to it. And I'm like, all right, what's the repetitive word here? All right, I'm gonna name this this. Um, we only got like the features. I know Twenty One Savages is on there. Um, I feel like uh, I don't know if Playboy Carter's on there or not, but Twenty One Sav Ariana Grande. Um, mm. but we only got features and timestamps. But I really enjoyed like the latter of the album. But it will just it kind of sounds like an end of the world album. You know, to to be for real, like the, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's definitely different mixed emotions in there. Um, Under the sun, I think is that might that might be the name of it. He never named it, but Under the Sun is my favorite track on there. Um, okay. It's like towards the end, but it's a great album. Child again, you know. Okay, 
Well, I like how you created your own names for these songs. And I think something's cool about music. <laughs> no, for real. Because I think something's cool about music when something doesn't have a label like we're used to. We mm-hmm. kind of create yeah. our own way of identifying it. When it could just be like, what was it, Times or whatever he put it, like 12, like something. Whatever yeah, yeah. Like well, that, that's kind of like reminiscent of what they used to do back in the 90s. Like, I know with Wu-Tang and they would just name the out the tracks, just random stuff. Like mm-hmm. the what with Method Man and B.I.G. And there's no what in there. Not right. Me. So no, that's true. That, that's why I like, you know, just taking mm-hmm. it back like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or remember, but, uh, remember the remember the untitled uh, tracks at the end of like the blueprint, and it was like a twelve minute song, but it was yeah. hidden. It was hidden the hidden track, so it'd be like seven tr- seven seconds of silence, and then be like boom, a whole song. Mm. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. But for me, I'm gonna say low key album of the year. I got two. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't like following rules, so mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. So you know when you need that energy, when you just feeling good, you just out here just. Mm. Just partying. I mean, Ty Dolla Sign, you know, that's the perfect party music. You know, I ain't going to lie. One time uh, when I was out here in the streets, just exploring, dipping my head in the streets, seeing what's going on, you know, nothing like your exes was my song. But then, you know, he got a little ballad on there with uh, Music Soul Child. It's your turn. And that's, Mm. yeah, yeah. That's Tish Hyman, that Music Soul Child, man. I heard, facts, I heard facts. some, I heard some low key hate from Tiffany. What's going on? What? What? You know, I, I, <laughs> she said, "Tell Dallas." I was like, mm. "I didn't even heard me. I didn't think you heard me. I thought I was like, "Okay, absolutely." Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, it's, I was trying to dip my head out like a little yeah, bit in the street, yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, you know, it coming traffic. It is what it is. Ty Dallas is not a bad artist to me. I don't. It's not that I can't stand him. I just don't like yeah. all of the things he does. Sometimes I get tired of some certain dudes singing the same thing. He's very he gets a little repetitive. He's very talented. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he, he's very talented. He's shown that he's it's smooth talented. music. Yeah, it's so, but I need to, I need to, I need to be like a little less of a hater sometimes and just be like, all right, fine, I'll let, you. let me see if I find <laughs> something I like. I got something, something else for you, right? So yeah, the, the second, second one? one is Masego studying. Oh, you got sir, mm. you got There we go. <laughs> now, there we go. <laughs> see, I got you, Tim. I got there you. There we go. But with that album, uh, Masego is very talented. Ooh, uh, plays what, all what the instruments, talented, just smooth. Right. Has a lot of uh, international vibes on there too. Yes. So you know, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. You know, short little album, but. No, it, it doesn't it makes this point. The thing mm-hmm. I love about where we are now is that people people do have interviews all the time. Mm-hmm. And like I know he was on the Joe Budden podcast and I heard him talk and I'm like, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. really witty and smart and I'm mm-hmm. like Super. that that is, you know, even as a man, that's attractive. I'm just like, you know what, I'm a <laughs> I, I'm I'm investing you because like you're giving me something else. No, yeah. Masego is very different and I think people of any identity need to be comfortable feeling that kind of like connection with an Mm -hmm. artist it's like that's Mm -hmm. what they're here to do build a connection like and when you're trying to do anything even in entrepreneurial spirit you're trying to build a connection of the people like it doesn't matter who's giving it it's like does do you connect with it and not connect with that man on so many levels he is just so smooth for real i just saw um a a post that ari lennox made on twitter twitter basically saying that misego is the reason why she finished a song up late he told her to finish that song Mm. And I was like, Up Late is a good-ass song. And I'm like, so, you know, not only are you dope on your own, you're helping other people. That's why I fuck with yeah. them heavy. I really do fuck with them heavy. That's um, the thing. Like, when you live authentically and genuine, then, mm-hmm. you know, people just vibe with you and it just Gravity. makes you, you know, just stand out, you know. Mm-hmm. But my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Um, I would say for me, my low-key album of the of the year would have to be Kiana Lede's album, Kiki. I really enjoy this album. I, I had a conversation with myself in my head the other day. Since, you know, I don't have my episode to do it. I was like, you know, <laughs> this girl is so young. And I feel like, you know, as I get older, the music, you know, changes, the voices change, the people change. Then they get younger mm. and younger as it 
naturally occurs. And I was like, I don't ever want to be so out of touch with music um, just because of age. If, if the message is there, I want to hear yeah. it from whoever's mouth it comes from. So for Facts. me, Kiana Lede is like, I don't care. She's like 22 years old. And what made me feel really old was when I found out that um, she won a kids bop competition. I was like, God mm. damn, how, how young <laughs> is she? I was like, my God, a kids mm. bop? It sounded like that wasn't too long. You say it's like two, three years ago. All right. She's in her early 20s, and so the album is really dope. She has some really great features. Money Bag Gill's on there. He really grew on me since, you know, Megan brought him to the light. Um, B is on there. <laughs> Black's on there. So just a really nice, tight album from a really dope um, R&B artist. Oh, wait. Can I, can I just can I ask something real quick? I know it's not yeah. on our list of things, but, like, can we name maybe one low-key artist or a couple low-key artists that we really just name them, just rattle them off if you have them in your mind? Because I feel like... Um, they're, they're, that's why there's so much like who's who I don't know who these people are when you hear them you're like damn they had so much good music we all know who they are well mm. I'll give a resource right so mm-hmm. I oh, hear about all my low key low key music from Selection it's a radio station mm. and they got different songs a lot of okay. international stuff and they actually show you the whole track list total of everything and they have about 400 episodes and it's about 3 hours each and they release every week damn. so a limited source of music so Selection oh, wow. definitely yeah. So I'm just going through my like songs on Spotify, gang, gang. Um, I might go to title song. You know, we got to support Black. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it too. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. They're getting better over there. I've um, I'm a, I'm a, I've been listening to the Friend Zone podcast, and um, you know what's what's her name? Uh, hey, Fran. Hey, mm-hmm. she her music selection is pretty good. You know, yeah. um, I don't agree with everything, but she uh, put me onto this artist called Blood Orange. And um, I actually enjoy okay. his or they music. I don't even know if it's a group or not. Um, but I enjoy the music from them. And um, and I've been uh in- enjoying uh, Baby Rose as well. You know, you know, I I do enjoy her too. Very her strange threw slave me voice threw me off when I heard. It. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you heard me, Taryn. She sounds like you a slave. slave voice. Huh? She sounds like a slave. <laughs> but I, all but right, I, but I, is, she, she does give very. She gives. No, her voice is very deep, and she has a lot of baritone. So she gives very like okay. spiritual. It, just, it really, it you. really comes Negro off very spiritual. spiritual for real. And it's just like such a, a juxtaposition to her frame. It's like. Oh yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't see you mm. sounding like that mm-mm, at all. Mm-mm. It shocked me too. I was like, "Whoa!" But, but I love a, that too. Yeah, there's a song mm. called "Show You," and I I really enjoy that song a lot. Um, I, I and I, I gotta give big up to NPR Tiny Desk because I because they're they put oh, me on they are a few. doing it. They are doing the thing. Yeah. They really I've are. um we, that that should be a whole segment in itself. because uh, like that Wale Tiny Desk, I've 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 watched that several times. Yeah. Oh, let me add on somebody real quick because I said selection. So I got to say Flo Billy, my man, of course, because okay. she be killing it. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. She's low key. And honestly, give a couple more years. She's going to be killing it when it comes to the rap stuff. Her and Megan Stallion need to do something together. Definitely. Um, just out here killing it lyrically. Right. I would say for me real quick, just the ones that I think are real low key is Ziamata Jennings. I, I bring, her, bring her up whenever I can. She's a young singer, R&B singer, but mm-hmm. I loved her album. It was beautiful um, that she came out with because it took her like three years to come out with this one. So shout out to you. I mentioned the Savannah's earlier. I do mm-hmm. like Tiana Major 9. I think she's amazing. Mareba, Mareba, mm-hmm. Mareba how do you pronounce her name? Mareba, I think. Mareba, Mareba. She's good too. I think she's um, a part of uh, Spillage Village, no? 
Is she? I I mean, she was there, but I don't know if she's like a part of them. But okay. Um. Yeah. Shout out to everybody out there, Flatbush mm-hmm. Zombies Gang Gang. Um. Let's get into some some video stuff. You know, let's get okay. to some Netflix docs. Yes. You know, I I know Tiff is all about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just a handful. I mean, listen, I went through the whole year. You know, scrolled through my whole Instagram, scrolled through my whole. Netflix, you know, um, recent activity for the whole year. Because, you know, you, you come down to October, November, you forgot what you did in January. Yeah. You know, so I watched so much stuff I'll be forgetting. So much. Lord. You know, so I have to go back and backtrack. And, like, I have to remind myself, I'm like, man, there was really a few docs that I, that I saw. One that was a big thing, and I was late to it, so it probably came out a little bit before, but um, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez, Killer Inside. Um mm. Aaron Hernandez, for people that don't remember, he played for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He got them some chips. He really did. <laughs> he, he was, really did. And he was out there, you know, scoring. You know, he wasn't. He was being... murdered on the field and off oh, the field. Come on, ah, me. <laughs> had to take that one. You had to take that one. I wasn't even gonna take it. That's all you. I mean, he, Kobe. he, yeah, he. Oh man, y'all aggravated. R.I.P. Um, yes. we've been. Oh yeah, I forgot that. We've too, been. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was traumatized even watching that thing, man. Like mm. he killed his friend, um, hid the body, all kind. Mm. Well, I mean, well, he, yeah. a whole lot happened, man. And um, it was it was ridiculous that somebody could be so profound at his job and still end up being a murderer. You Ain't know, that crazy? and yeah. and almost getting off. Yeah. He he was this close too. to getting off to getting off. Facts. And I think, too, that's, like, also, like, we don't talk about it, but, you know, the whole CTE stuff, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the mm-hmm. people in the MFL are really encouraged to use that rage. However, mm-hmm. you know, they have that rage with them all the time. So that was something that definitely was interesting to me, because, like you said, like, yeah. you could never tell he was doing anything off the field that was negative Irregular. or on that level mm-hmm. based upon his performance and mm-hmm. the the charisma that he showed and all that stuff, too. So, you know. You gotta That's be careful. You never know. You gotta, you gotta Facts. watch. Wa- I mean, sometimes there's no signs. You gotta watch for that. Um, mm-hmm. Tiger King, that was huge. Oh my god! You know, yeah. we, we heard it that really Nicolas Cage may end up playing him in a biopic whenever and he's that comes. The perfect, 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 <laughs> perfect person for that role. Yeah. I mean, excellent. I love good casting. Yeah, I should have mm-hmm. been a casting director. You should. I could see that because <laughs> I'm really in particular by my casting. Tiger King yeah. was, you know, the 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 bee's knees, so to speak. It was, it was crazy. It was traumatic. It was drama, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. All of that. I remember if you remember the scene of like you know the tiger coming at him and he had like some some beef jerky on him or something like that. And Tiger was like, "What's that smell?" I smell like yeah. He had to shoot him like get, get, get that. Like I, I ain't gonna do the accent. Um, I ain't gonna do it. Um, <laughs> don't don't f with cats. That was another one that I watched. What a documentary. Yeah, it was, it was creepy. It was creepy. I don't really care for cats at all, but. Either. Man, I don't want you know. I, no, nobody innocent deserves to die like that, or you no. know, to be um, tortured. And you know, mm-hmm. it, and it wasn't even a problem until he started going to a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it just shows you that they, people have time on their hands. I mean, clearly, a lot. Facebook, you know, they uh, they found this dude <laughs> and, and got mm-hmm. him arrested and mm-hmm. detained or whatever. And um, yeah, but that's that's really about it for me. You know, I watched those three docs. Those are the biggest ones. My next guest needs no introduction. I'm always a fan of Dave Letterman doing his okay. uh, his thing, yeah. introducing us to people that we know, Dave Chappelle's and the Lizzo's of the world. But mm-hmm. how about y'all? You know, Taryn, how about you? Um, so I got to uh, Social Dilemma. That was one that mm-hmm. I really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, you know, it, it really showed how the using psychology to keep us attacked 
attached to our phones mm-hmm. and addicted to these apps, mm-hmm. which is like it's scary because you can see Super. what's going on right now. You know, especially like with older generations, people that have phones for like sixty years now, mm-hmm. I see them just glued to their phones mm-hmm. all the time. So that's something scary, definitely. And then there was another one called Crip Camp. And mm-hmm. it was about the uh, disabilities movement. So, you know, people mm-hmm. with disabilities back in the 60s, 70s, and really the fight that they made to get the rights they deserve. They still mm-hmm. are oppressed today. But mm-hmm. that was very interesting to me because I never knew anything about that or thought about it, you know. But, you know, with me being in mental health advocacy, that's a different part, you know, of my journey, just learning about what other people are going through. So Crip mm-hmm. Camp was definitely dope. So if you haven't checked it out, please go ahead and look Crip at it. Crip Camp is what it's called? Yeah. Wow. Crip Camp. And I would have yeah. thought it was about something else. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm here like, <laughs> so, we talking gangway? Right. Is Viceland? Right. Who produced this? Um, okay. Social Dilemma was definitely on mine as well. I, I love that documentary a lot. It put a lot of things into perspective for me. And additionally, um, after I did my social media fast too, I think I was telling you before, like I put my, all my Instagram, Facebook, all those social media apps are like screens away. And I know so for some people it's like, well, all you got to do is swipe, but we are very lazy and I am very lazy. So the fast. thought of something not being readily available to me, I want to play on the tricks <laughs> that have taught to me. I want to play yeah. on those tricks. Like yeah. if I don't see it, I don't want it. So if mm. I don't, if I don't want to eat ice cream, I'm not going to look at ice cream. I'm, if I don't want to, you know, eat chocolate chip cookies, I'm not going to look at them. So if I don't want to be on Instagram and Facebook as much, I don't want to see it. And I want to make it a little bit more challenging for myself to get there so that if I want to get on it, if I get there, I want to mm-hmm. be there. And um, my screen time has actually gone down because of it too. All right, all right. This is super helpful. They put me on some some game over there. I was a little traumatized, honestly. If you haven't seen it, go see it, please. I would say mm-hmm. for me, um, American Murder, The Family Next Door. Like, so when you're talking about American, uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez, I saw, I mean, what was I about to call him? Aaron Hernandez, his situation, you're like, you can, you would never know that mm-hmm. this is what he was doing off the field. This mm-hmm. family, you would never think. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, like, spoiler you would never alert. think that this man would have murdered his entire family. Entire and like, and then, family. and then have the, the, one would use the word that Shelby taught me last time, the temerity. To oh, go. I, I see my you say? I've been using that word. I got two master's degrees. I don't know what that means. Listen, okay. It, it, I, I, that if, it, I, it, if I wasn't hooked up to you, wow, I'd spin around this chair with that. What that mean so I can use that? It's the right. same thing as audacity. It's, it's another temerity. word of saying audacity. Ooh, just another ooh. way of saying it. She's like, she felt like audacity was used up. Shelby, Shelby in the book club, follow my good sis. Thank you for that word. Mm, mm, I love mm. me a good word. So I said, it's the temerity for me. It's the temerity for me, girl. <laughs> Monty, shut up! <laughs> so like to, to come on here and say you don't know where your entire family is, but to Gosh. know that you murdered every last one of them, including your children and your unborn child. I, I really felt like, you know, I know most people don't want to see. It. My boyfriend was like, "Why did you show this to me? Like, why? Yes. Did, why did we watch this? Hey, hey, girlfriend of mine, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, sis, we gotta let him know, like. I think when what, what was a reminder for me to kind of pay attention to my partner. And I always try to look the Virgo in me, always trying to think a little bit deeper, but like pay attention to the signs your partners are giving you. Pay attention to the ways that they are changing. Because that yep. man, all he did was get fit and lose weight, got some new pussy and was like, mm-hmm. My God, I don't, you know, you lose men lose their minds. Men are you, men are really, you know, they wild when they want something and they feel like the the walls are closing in. Do you think there's a better way that she could have went about 
anything because she would just text her friend like, "Oh my god, he's not having sex with me." He, you know, he, he doesn't like me. His new his new woman. Like she wasn't. I gotta really... think about like this. What's the saying? How the saying go? Happy wife, happy life. What that got to do with me? Happy life, happy wife, right? So if you want mm-hmm. me to, if you want to have a happy life, you have to have a happy wife. And I was telling my boyfriend this last night. Y'all want us to go through the life altering, life risking event that is giving birth, but you don't want to take care of me. You don't know that when you have when women yeah. have when women give birth to children, they're being postpartum or, or dealing with postpartum for years after. Yeah. And then you want them yeah. to have more kids on top of that. So you had a woman who was three years postpartum and then pregnant again. Like sis, when sis ever really want to get a break? So mm-hmm. when they say happy wife, happy life, they mean that. So if you're not ready to make yeah. somebody got happy wife, you need to move one, on one dope, your life. One dope thing I heard from um, I don't know if you remember BT the basement uh with cousin Jeff, dude with the dress back in the day, uh from mm-hmm, Rap City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he said that a woman is three things, mother, partner, and lover. So you have to be able to take care of those three different areas. And that's how you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're successfully doing a thing when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, providing for your lady and all that stuff. So, Word. but I, yeah. I didn't mean to take it there, but I'm just saying like, I like I to, I, if I'm going to watch something, I need, I need to pull, <laughs> listen, everything I watch, I got to pull something from yeah. Um, yeah. right now. And I got a new show for the, for the best. But I, I, I would just like, like, how did you, like, how could she have gone about to survive? Cause like. She wasn't like she she wasn't noticing anything except him just not being really there for her and just like just like he's not really affectionate with me anymore. Like he was just ghosting her. He was just like you know, so what 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 else could she have done to 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 prevent that? I mean, there's nothing to, to do to prevent it. It's all about her. How do you want to feel, sis? How do you how do you want to feel? I got you, I got you, I got you. You know what you gotta do what makes you feel happy. So if making you feel happy is got like you. Pack, packing up them kids and rolling out, okay. sometimes we gotta pull up our big girl panties too and make and make a life saving decision. You have to tie it in for me. I, I right? thank you, thank you. Like thank sometimes you. we gotta we just have to be smarter and be better choice to, um decision makers and, and not just think about ourselves, especially when we got kids. I just saw a post mm-hmm. just now come on my phone about a lawyer who mm-hmm. shot and killed his wife on Christmas Day and then killed himself. Like, Ooh. you never you never really know what people are going through and that's why you just gotta be really, really careful with your mental yeah. health, especially here on out and dating here on out. Y'all be careful because if anybody leave 2020 talking about something they good, they ain't need no help, they ain't got no therapy, they ain't whatever, mm-hmm. I might need you to date somebody brand fucking hell. But you know, yeah. we're talking about movies. My that, bad. They they didn't tell you. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell you. Podcast they tell you. telling you. She telling that's you. I, that's that's where I go there. I go there. Protect ourselves, sis. Protect so, us. That's a good but conversation. You, we get we can have we, that later we on. Need to yeah, have yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Though that. we're talking about movies. Let's, let's here move, we are. Let's, let's move to best binge. <laughs> yes. You know. I'm excited for this one. Best binge podcast, well, not podcast, but I guess we should. That's you a that's a whole other situation. That's a whole other situation. <laughs> yeah, Why we add definitely. that? Yeah, best binge TV series. You know, um, I'll just go through my list real quick. Um, Haunting on Blind Manor and Hell House. I enjoyed both of them. Mm-hmm. I I was introduced to horror this year thanks again to my girlfriend, and I really enjoyed both of it. I just like story and narrative, and they had a lot of it there. This whole summer, keep it real I, though. What's up? Were you over the cut up when uh, the scary stuff come on? Like, were you jumping? Were you jumping? The thing is, I'll I'll consume it and then like I have a delayed reaction. So a couple days later, I'll start thinking about it. I'm like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was, <laughs> oh, yeah. after she gone, right? Like, I right. got to be strong. Like, I, 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 shout I, out to your girlfriend for putting you on a horror. <laughs> I find a lot of men do not fuck with horror, but a lot of women do. So, yeah. shout I, out to I told, I on. told her I had, I got to take a break a little bit. I'll come back, but I got to take, give me, give me, <laughs> give me a week or two. Um, the last dance of Insecure, I watched all that this summer, and that that was a a great 
that that made for a great quarantine to be honest you know like every sunday mm-hmm. i was downstairs projector on lights low let's get this let's get this 90s nostalgia with michael jordan pippin everything tell me all the yeah. ins and outs all the wolves let's get this insecure back with Issa and lawrence and you know let's, let's go on lawrence hive you already know what it is <laughs> you know let's, <laughs> let's let's get this going you know um nathan coming back you know let's, let's get this uh let's get this uh bipolar you know stuff addressed and and, you know, it, it was a, a great season. Um, and that mm. that one episode, I know Tiffany. I know you know I'm already talking about that one episode with Lawrence and Issa. That was just a love fest of. That was just the most lovely episode I ever I saw know. in my life. Like I, know I was what you're that was the closure episode, right? I, I was yes, I was uh. so. Mm-hmm, I was so mm-hmm. romanced. Mm-hmm. Me <laughs> too. They took me on a fucking fairy tale. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I got back into my girlfriend's bed because that made his way back to Netflix. Um, the game as well. Okay. Um, the disastrous life of Psyche K. That's for my anime people out there. You, I was really yeah, really late to you, but I but I enjoyed that. Um, who killed Malcolm X? Love is blind. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. And the undoing is where I capped it off at. Yes, mm. I'm doing is good. White mess. Issa Ray said it. Not me. <laughs> White mess. It was beautiful. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Definitely. So I am just starting a new show to binge, and it's, there aren't many episodes to it, and I'm low key upset about it. But it's called Rectify. I don't know if you ever heard of it before, nice. but it's about a man who was on death row for tw- um, for nearly 20 years and was let out on um, because DNA kind of ruled him out of something. But it's kind of talking about the back end of like life for people who come out of pr- the prison system and kind of what mm. adjusting is like, he went in when he was like 18 years old and came out at, you know, damn near 40, you know, you don't, you don't know cell phones, you don't know technology. And so I love to see mm. kind of how this man is kind of like growing up and mm. trying to get 20 years of learning under his belt, but in a small town community in the South, that's kind of like, why the hell is he out? Why is he not dead? Um, He had five stays of execution. How did he get five stays mm. and how was he still here? So, you know, he kind of like beat the odds. So, mm. It made me think like, damn, I don't think people really think about what happens when people like this are released and what happens in the community. Um, But, Mm. you know, the whole premise of it is like this man could potentially be innocent. I don't know because I haven't seen the whole seat, all the series, um, all the seasons, but it's really grabbed my attention. And I don't think a show has done that in a really long time. And it came out like in 2013. It's only four seasons, like less than 40 episodes. Y'all can get through it. Um, Mm. But I think you I think you would enjoy it. What's it called Um, again? Rectify, rectify, R E C I F Y. Yeah, I was really stunned when I saw the first episode and it made me cry. I said, "Who am I? What happened?" <laughs> like these shows don't do that to me outside of This Is Us. So I was like, "Wow!" I felt deeply connected. Um, I think also because I saw Just Mercy and Just Mercy mm. kind of put weight on me very heavily after seeing it. So I, any show that has that kind of undertone or that kind of uh, plot, it, it's always going to affect me. Tiger that King came, was good. That Sorry, came out this year. Yeah, yeah. Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Okay. No, yeah. no, just Mer- you did come out this year. I, that was I, this I was, year? I was, yeah, I guess so. Twenty twenty. I don't know. I don't, it's it's a blur. It's a blur. It's a blur. Tiger King was real good. I love me some Green Leaf. I love Church Mess. I do enjoy some Church Mess. <laughs> um, the Queen's Gambit. I don't know if y'all have seen the Queen's Gambit yet, but it was nah. such a dope freaking show. I mean, so well done. It's beyond. Like, I think that might be one of my favorite shows or my favorite show of 2020. If I could, if I could say period of anything I've ever mm. seen. I just saw a, a, a post about it last night that said the person who wrote this script had 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 it in his hands, ready to be produced by someone for 30 oh. years. Yeah, I saw 30 that. years. Crazy. You saw 30 years, nine rewrites, 
Only for people to say no one's going to be interested in chess. And now the, the mm-hmm. show is basically about over 60 million people. All right. Basically, almost everybody who voted for Trump. So, you know, a really good show. Very well casted. Y'all know I said before I, I should have been a casting director because I could love when someone makes me feel that like they really strung out on drugs or whatever. So it was good. Um, <laughs> Manhunt, de- Manhunt Deadly Games, the Richard Jewell story. Oh, my God. That story oh. took me out to know it was based off of a real man who was accused of bombings uh, at a like I guess a festival he wasn't responsible but neither the government nor like a news article newspaper whatever um would apologize and say that you know we had the typical. wrong guy you know typical mm-hmm. right but not, but what uh, angered me as tip- things typically do is like do white people not see how the government even says fuck you do y'all not see why we need change? Do y'all not see that this man and he passed away at like in his 40s? He went to his deathbed, to his grave with the world thinking he had something to do with it, with people, with our government, yep. not even sitting here being and in- willing to admit that they were wrong. So right. that right there, it threw it threw me off. But again, y'all know I like something with it the was block. it was a summer Olympics. Yes. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So big, it was. big deal. That's why it was so big. That's right. That's right. That's right. That was it was what it Olympics was, was that? Uh, Atlanta. There you go. Oh yeah, I forgot that it happened. Okay, nineteen ninety six Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you room the government. Our government ruins people's lives, and I know we're going to talk about politics soon, but it just that angered me, and I I can't believe like that story's out there, and white mm-hmm. people still thinking that Trump and them got their back. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, running rounding out with the movie, uh, the series Unbelievable. I watch a lot of deep shows, y'all. If y'all don't know, um, but this one was about a young woman who was uh, essentially raped, sexually assaulted. And was not believed when she yeah. um, when she brought it up and when she when she was when she presented information because she was just very disoriented. And we all mm-hmm. know that when people are victims or of sexual assault, uh, rape, anything like that, that they're at their most fragile state. So it kind of showed, you know, how she was treated versus other women who were raped and assaulted by the same per- uh, person, how they were treated. And it was oh. it was oh my god, it was like day and night to see how this young woman who was you know on her own, you know, halfway house situation sort of, and, you know, no one to really look out for her versus all these other women who have resources, who have people who would love her and support and kind of showing like, you know, there are two types of, there's all types of women that exist who who suffer yeah. from this, um, unfortunately. So I think it was an excellent movie. Um, I think anybody who works in law enforcement or anything like that should take a look at it. And, and right. honestly, anybody, any person, period, men especially should look at this movie. And when we say believe women, we mean believe women. I shouldn't have to beg you to believe me. I shouldn't have to, um, you shouldn't have to look at my story to say, oh, it sounds shaky to know that I, I just experienced something so traumatic, so life-changing that it will never, ever leave me. So of course, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying the fuck I'm doing. So um, get oh. yourself together with that one. And then Love is Blind. That was good. I'm done. I, I, I love that Janae Aiko was in your life. <laughs> Oh, what? You know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta find that piece somewhere because yes, yeah, I tried to get this all in one. I'm sorry if I talk so fast, but like no, I have I get so passionate about this. And my and let me tell you, my boyfriend gets the brunt of it. So this is just a peak yeah. of what he goes through. <laughs> Taryn, how about you. you? So I had uh this year I remember grinding around, so I haven't really watched stuff. So if I'm saying your name, y'all can throw me a bag or something like that. Not me. But anyway, uh Lovecraft Country has been a show I was watching. It's dope. Um, it's about black people and magic. We are magical people set mm-hmm. back in the day um, around Black Wall Street times. Uh, and, you know, it's talking about, you know, black people with magic and white people with magic. And, you know, pretty much just how they stole the shit and took it over. So, you know, it's dope historically. And then also, you know, it has, uh, was it Journey Smollett? 
On air, yes, not me. Yes, yes, Journey. Not me. The, the, only, sm- the only the only small that we acknowledge. The good, the good small way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. So that was a dope one. Go check not, that one not, out. Uh, not not juicy smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> not juicy. Right. Then uh, Snowfall. Snowfall was dope. Um, that is about you know how the CIA brought coke into the country and used Rick Ross, not the rapper. I mean, he stole the actual person's uh-huh. persona. But Rick Ross out in L.A., um, California, actually, I don't know where. Don't 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 try to come put me out there. Yeah. Right? But from California, I mean, um, and just that whole story. So it's dope. I like it. That's actually uh, directed by John Witherspoon prior to him passing. So Yeah, R.I.P., definitely. And I believe this is the last season that's coming up, too. So I'm looking to that. Oh, Look this is the last season coming up? Last season coming up. That's going to be soon. I got to so, watch it. Then. Yeah. It's going to be tough. And then... My most recent show I found, Titans on HBO Max. So I'm a comic book head. Like I like superheroes and all that stuff. So if you ever saw Teen Titans, the cartoon version of it, it's the real life version, but it's way darker. Know what I mean, really? so you're talking about like you got Robin in there, but he don't fuck with Batman. He's like, fuck Batman. He's killing people. So like it's one of those shows like I love darker stories when it comes to superheroes. So, you know. Check out Titans on HBO Max. It's super dope. Definitely. That's, that seems like it's been DC's, uh, that's been their clutch right now. It's just like, let's make, mm-hmm. let's make this darker because we can't really compete with Marvel and all yeah. the longevity they have. But DC has been able to find, to find that lane of just making it dark. DC is good. I can rely on them for shows, not so much for movies. Yeah. Whereas with Marvel, sometimes the shows can be like, ah, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, definitely mm-hmm. DC strong, so strong suit. Is their shows and whatnot, mm-hmm. so you know. That's always... true because my I cousins, my cousins love Supergirl, and I'm like, I on. don't like yeah. that one. <laughs> I don't like that one. I don't. I I'm about to tell you the, the Flash. The Flash is good. Flash, that's my shit. Really? Let me tell you, my my boyfriend was trying to play me because I told him I watched the Flash. He's like, Why would you? I wouldn't even think you watched this show. I said, Somebody, whoever is in the writing, and I have to find the yeah. writers to email them one day. It's the writing mm. in the Flash that is so impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. He was like, he called me. He was like, Tiffany. Who like who wrote this script? I said exactly. He said, "Yo, there's so many good gems in here, so many it's, life lessons, and it's so relatable." Yeah. The Flash is oh, so got, good, and they I got, got Je- they got Jesse Jesse L. Martin in there, baby. That's that's that that's that old school Law and Order right there. Yes, so I'm, good. that's what. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, what you going on? <laughs> and he's a main character. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I got another one for y'all too. Black superheroes, because it's all about that, right? Black mm-hmm. Lightning. That's my shit, and it talks a lot about politics. And they got my boo in there, Nafisa Williams. What's good? How you doing? She's, she's fine. She's fine. Philly, Philly. I, know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, that show is dope. Um, and also, they're actually returning for the last season, too, which is very unfortunate. Mm. However, um, Painkiller, the dude that mm. shoots out Venom, he has his own show coming up, too. Uh, spinoff. So, you know, hopefully we'll see some more spinoff shows because we need some more black superheroes on TV sure because, you know, that representation is important. Right. Now, I mean, I was a Batman fan because that's the only one I saw out there. But, you know, these kids got uh, Black Panther, R.I.P., Chad Word. Bozeman. Now, I mean, they got um, just a whole bunch of dopeness. So, you know, I'm just happy that we had that representation. But I really wish they keep it up. But, you know, Black Lightning was one that I was checking out. So uh, we're going to move on to the next part. And that is our politics portion. Um, politics again. Yeah. 2020 has been some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a lot going on. So, you know, with that, we got Trumpism. And honestly, I'm going to try, I'm going to throw in Black Lives Matter with this too, because it's all tied together anyway. Um, Trump has really brought out the roots of America, which is racism. 
um, talking about make America great again. Word. When was it great mm-hmm. for when everyone? When was it great? So, mm-hmm. Come on now. Exactly. So, you know, with that, we saw the rise of the Proud Boys, other right-wing groups and all that stuff um, that necessarily the media didn't talk about, but they have felt empowered, and it's all because of y'all man's Trump. Not my man's. I don't know him like that. I don't rock with him, but definitely the fact that, you know, they feel empowered and feel that they can do anything that they want to do. And, you know, it's really, in my opinion, it feels like it's cultish now. You know, it's cult culture um, because Very I'm still cult-like. seeing... MAGA 2020 signs around. I'm still seeing the flags flying proudly. Um, and that's the thing, you know, it's something where his impact is going to last long and he is a similar leader to like Hitler was. So that's my concern. Mm. I'm scared that he may start a bigger movement after the presidency because of, you know, lack of laws. And honestly, he's tapped in with the underworld or some shit, which I ain't going to talk about, but you know. Yeah, that, that's, that's been 2020, really. And, of course, seeing the impact that it's having on a lot of groups. You know, mm-hmm. we have the uh, people who are coming from their countries because they're being murdered uh, from South America, all these places, and they're being thrown into immigration camps, uh, kids being left in cages and not being released to the parents. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff that's going on under the Trump regime. And, you know... I'm happy to move forward. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little still hesitant about uh, Joe Biden and his attentions um, and Kamala Harris. But, you know, 2020 has been the year of Trumpism and just all this stuff. So what do you all think about, you know, with this year in politics in particular when it comes to Trump? For me, I just think like I saw a post. The, I see a lot of posts lately that just been speaking to me. But I saw one. I was just like, there really there's no such thing as borders. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, yes. Yeah. There really is no such thing as a border. It's an imaginary fucking line that we created mm. with these imaginary fucking laws that we that people just like race, right? Just to separate <laughs> us, like. And I think it's just so crazy to me. And I'm like, so many things in this world can be universal, and it's just not because everyone. It all it boils down is to money and greed, and that is literally when they say money yep. is the root of all evil. It is the root. It is the root. The the root. Deep deeply rooted um issue and i just it frustrates me because i'm like that's all this is really about um at the end of the day it's money when we talk about defund the police and it was like oh my god defund the police what's it really about it's uh, most of it's about money taking that money and putting it towards something else but money is still the problem nobody wants to let go Mm -hmm. of it people want more of it and it's just like do you not realize the system that they have created for us to all fight each other for money when they're up yep. there eating their filet mignon, great poupon? Like, I just don't understand, like, how how we haven't taken everything and turned it on its head by now. Like, so many politi- politicians have been saying, like, this the the laws that we have just need to be rewritten. And for me, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't even think of that as a lofty or too big or heavy of an, a heart of an idea to, like, conceptualize there's so many brilliant people in this world that they can come together to create laws or get rid of laws and just create standards okay that are across the board and if it's really all about money um we can still have things like for example let me put it this way for the women out here um feminine products infant products tampons pads all that stuff should be non-taxable honestly women should have access to those things for free and if I felt like if our government really, really was about it, about it, something that's outside of our control, something that our, most of our bodies um, have to do on a regular basis, um, should be providing free tampons, free care, and free um, like ibuprofen, towel, things like that for our needs. But they yeah. don't because there's so much money in it. Because when half of your population of the world are women and they need ibuprofen, they need that, mm. why would you not tax it? How much money but, would but- the 
but Viagra is covered in their insurance. All right. That's what I'm, and I was about to say that next too. Yeah. Thank you. But Viagra, Viagra is covered. Like make it make sense to me because it don't make none at all. So I'm and just old white to, man. Oh, like for real. Old so white man, that, that make, that's what makes sense. And so they create these different yeah. programs. Like I'm in a program now that so I could take some of my money from my check before taxes to go towards health things and like glasses, medical visits, co-pays. It goes towards all of that, but also for feminine products. So now I don't have to, I can save a little bit more money to give y'all more of my money. Just to, you know, spend on it. So I felt like all of this is just rooted in money. There's so many examples that we can go on, but I'm, you know, Black yep. Lives Matter, that's on period. All um, all of our Black Lives Matter in every shade and every way in which they identify themselves. That's it. Point blank period for me. But fuck Trump. Fuck his supporters. Fuck if you vote. Fuck you if you voted for him. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not your friend. And if I probably already blocked you and muted you or whatever the case may <laughs> be, I I, I'm so not many sorry people. about it. Yeah, and yeah. I don't feel like arguing with nobody about it. That's just how I motherfucking feel. I really mm-hmm. appreciate hearing that perspective and that woman's pr- perspective is super important now. We need to hear that. Um, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, you know, this, it's depressing, man. It really is sad to see the world crumble like this. And, um, I mean, it, it did expose so much. I mean, things that we already knew as black people, but that, that racism just came out head, head first, you know? Um, and it's just a, I always call it the most idiotic thing in the world. Like it's just the it stupidest really stupid. thing in the in the freaking world. Like it makes zero sense. You have nothing to stand on, nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I mean, it's a shame that that happened. It's a shame that you know our politicians showed us that they have zero backbone. You know whether they whether they agree with him or not, they have zero backbone because, as you said, money money rules the world. They scared to do whatever. He was firing mm-hmm. people left and right. You know, which is the the craziest the craziest responsibility that he has. He's able to flex and that no muscle. one's stopping him from this tantrum. Yeah. Like I don't see this going on around you. Was y'all educated? They, they threw the Obama reports right out the window for, oh, for to God. even. To even uh, prevent uh, a crisis the like pandemic. this coronavirus, yep. this pandemic, you know, all that stuff was written up. And, you know, that's how great Obama was, that <laughs> he was so into the future, like, yo, we, we got it covered. And Trump was so racist, blatantly racist, that he's like, he want to just get rid of everything this black man ever did. Every Any any little thing. The first week, I think he got rid of half the things that, Ob- that Obama... Uh, Obama's porch is not even hanging in mm-hmm. that White House. Yep. It's, it's not. not even hanging... And y'all want to tell me this man not racist? Y'all ain't that wanna... some? Ain't that some realization for your ass? That ain't even Ooh. there. We we don't want. We so don't. Sick of it. I think I think he's even trying to redo the healthcare and just put his name on it. It's the same damn healthcare. <laughs> you know, he has literally twenty one days. That's yeah. it. Let it go. Three and weeks. I can only imagine what he's going to try to push through too, because we right? see with from Florida, because he in Florida right now too. Yeah. Because we yeah. see with the stimulus check stuff, like they playing around with people's lives and two thousand dollars, six thousand six hundred. But you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, decayed, fried looking ass over there playing the around turtle, with people's money. Ninja, Ninja Turtle right there, and that's that's the problem. Yeah. Is the, like like Tiff said already, the money is a root of all evil. It tells you right now we're dealing with. with they don't. They the, they they don't even want to give us six hundred dollars. Not even <laughs> that's and, and and we don't and that ain't doing nothing for me. It's I'm going to some credit, <laughs> but that's it. You know, it, it's a shame that they think of they think so little of us, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just it just it's just been a hardship of, of looking at stuff. And you know, I look at I don't I can't call it blessings but you know there there are instances where I'm like okay you weren't like my grandfather passed away before Trump you know took office mm. and 
I sometimes be like, you know what? He wasn't supposed to see this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Colby and Gigi, God rest their soul. They they passed before this coronavirus took mm-hmm. you know over. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I try to find some shining lights of like people. You know, they like the world does not need to see this. You know, th- like this is this is crazy that this is even mm-hmm. going on. Um, and it makes it makes our government look like a joke. It is a joke. A big oh yeah, we're the joke. last stock of the world. We yeah. are, but we're also still the richest. So everybody, but you got to think about the the white kids that go to these schools, and every time you see somebody, like, how are they? How are they the CEO? They they're stupid. Like it's the privilege and, and the nepotism. money, and you have to write, yep. and you have to you have to you have to draw your line, your foot in the sand, you know, in some of these mm-hmm. places. Because listen, I love Smoothie King. You know, ain't the best ain't the best place for you, but but I love it, mm-hmm. and I go there regularly on a Friday. Last time I went there, I saw the you know the kid that was working there had a Trump mask on. I'm like, I mm. guess I can't come here no more mm-hmm. yep. because mm-hmm. because you guys have really awakened so many people. And listen, that kid probably don't even know no better. Probably don't. Nope. That that's that's the, that's the you know. But that's, the, but that's what the, but that's, that's what the they privilege. Like, they like that people don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I think we mm-hmm. talked about it too. Like one for of all the people, yes, record numbers came out to vote. But there was still a third of the population that did not vote at 70 all. Mil- and there's 70 million at that voted all. for him still. And like mm-hmm. a third voted for him, a third voted for Biden, and a- another third says to hell with all of this. Like you got a third yeah. of your country that doesn't even feel like it needs to vote and nobody's really even attacking that issue. But you want to talk about voter fraud? My God, you got you got 70 million votes on the table. Why are you not worried about them, about why they didn't get out to vote? Who's really, really focusing on these 70 million people? Who's really going to make sure that we have, when it comes time, it's all of us voting. Everybody right. got put in their name. It should be 210, whatever it's what the number is, million. And you got to realize, too, that there's not the educational piece, too. Like, you notice how they do not invest in education. They're constantly cutting down on the budgets. Mm-hmm. When you have people who do not think for themselves, it's easier to not direct them like they're sheep. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing I really look at with, with government. You know, just every single year, there's cuts. But mm-hmm. you see an increase in military budgets, increase Don't in police budgets, all that stuff Don't too. You? So you know, stupid. Our kids are sitting in desks with that that their parents sat in, that their older siblings sat in. They read in books that that, that are pat. Like why, why, mm-hmm. why do our why, why do certain school districts have better have more access than others? Why, why does it take a school 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years to get the appropriate renovations that they deserve? Mm-hmm. You talk about the kids, don't then they come to school when they go into these places, they don't respect mm-hmm. it. You don't even, you're not giving them something to respect. Mm-hmm. You're treating them and with a part. lack of it. Come yeah. on now. And why are rich school districts districts getting the state, uh, the standard state funding that's reserved for at- communities of color that are with a oh, need? At all. Yes. Why do they need the money? What's yes. going on with the money? And you know what I will say too. What COVID really has done for some of these these companies is kind of put a, a fine eye and, mm-hmm. and like a magnifying glass on their money and where the money's yep. been going. I, I tell you, at my school where I work at, they, it's a specific process now to request money. And if you want right. money for um for April, you better ask for it tomorrow because it mm-hmm. takes months. It, that, I'm dead ass. Yeah. I'm not even lying. Yeah. Like it took somebody somebody put a request in for October in like um. August, it got it got approved in November, yeah. <laughs> and by the well, time I'm, the event, you know, I'm glad you brought it there though, because we hey, were there. We go. Anyway. Let's go. I mean? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's get the COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. Nah, and like COVID, like you said, like it has affect a lot of our budgets mm-hmm. or whatnot, mm-hmm. but Severely. also it affects the way that we live. You know, like mm-hmm. I know for me personally, I haven't really had I don't hug family like that no more mm-hmm. because of the fact mm-hmm. that you know everything going on with COVID. It's been months. Yeah, Even like real. with my people, I'm like, do I dab? Do I? 
Word. Oh, I, I've given weird. out so many fist bumps. Yeah. There's so many like people on the left side of this, on the right side mm-hmm. of it. Oh, it's real, it's fake. But at the same time, it's like it's hard to be yourself because of the social pressures. You know, when you're around yeah. people, like social if you go pressures. walk into a room and there's a whole bunch of people with no mask and yeah. you have your mask on, it's kinda like you're looked at the one that's being unwise, you know? Mm-hmm. So that that's the the negative side I see of it, but Honestly, with COVID-19, it really has taught us how to be innovative and to adjust, uh, to pivot and adjust when it comes to life, you know, because oftentimes, you know, we, we think we have this plan and, you know, God laughs at us, at, laughs at us you know, when it's time Word, to execute, you know, when we're changing. So you know? God, you got a plan and he'll laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So I think that it, it's been great, especially for innovative stuff when it comes to creative creativity, uh, you know, podclash. It's here because of COVID nineteen. I mean, Absolutely so you know that's is. that's one of the positives of it. I see, really. But mm-hmm. what about y'all? What do you think is the negative and positive? What y'all got from COVID nineteen so far? Podcasts have definitely boosted since uh, the Ooh, since quarantine been. hit. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you're in your house. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everybody got equipment now. Everybody and their mama doing something. Everybody's cartoonified. <laughs> yep. For real, for real. Um, there's been a definitely a definitely a lot of positives and, and negatives. Um. <sighs> the fact that we didn't even think like I, I'm just thinking to myself like we were talking Taryn I'm just thinking to myself like if you're in Atlanta and you're trying to be one of the safe ones you look, you probably like looked at like a clown mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because nobody Texas, in Atlanta thing. got the got the Texas message Houston mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's a problem but man the the, the negatives yeah you definitely. Listen, I, I guess, like I said, I, and I mentioned her before. You know, my girlfriend. I, I, I met her in February. You know, mm-hmm. this is before COVID even struck, even happened. Mm-hmm. We're getting yeah. to know each other. You know, in the cold too, so you know it's real. Word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, that's that's a strong part. Like meet somebody, meet somebody to win. You know, they can hold it down. Word for real. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then March hit, and we were kind of cautious to be around each other. We didn't mm-hmm. know what's up. Little by little, you start easing in. Like, okay, this is your circle now. You mm-hmm. know, it is. Just, it is just a growing and learning process. But you were, listen. There was a lot of me just riding by to my grandma's house, waving from the window, and yeah. you know, talking yeah. from from my car phone, just like, "Hey, what's up? Can you hear me?" Because you were scared to be around people. You know, mm-hmm. eventually, I think a lot of young people. I mean, initially, black people, at least ninety five percent of them, ain't think they could get this. I mean, <laughs> because that was yeah. that, that was the the rumor, you know, and we gonna believe it because we don't want to. Even... And that's what. <laughs> and you know, it makes it makes me wonder: did that was that put into our minds on purpose so that we do become yeah, make ourselves more vulnerable, make ourselves feel like oh, that's that what is, they said, like that is know, a way to look at it. You, you know, know not, not that that in because of course the jobs that we have, you yeah, know, makes us more susceptible and vulnerable. But like, I feel like the early stages, early days, like there was so much news. That's why even when you post on Instagram about COVID, it still had that COVID alert on the bottom. Yeah, you post something about politics, it says that politics. It's like be informed on the right information, but people are just so lazy. It's but so I want to cut you off. It's, no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We need it all. It's it's so much to look at, and like you could always have a nefarious thought because oh, for real, you could always bring about the slavery. Like black people, I'm... they could you know they yeah. could bear they could wear and bear it. You know you mm-hmm. could beat them. They don't feel no pain. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean you could bring it all the way back there. So who knows who started that rumor? Mm-hmm. But we but even to... with that, you got to think about strategy that has been used to take down black communities too. Like mm-hmm. misinformation and infiltration Knock was what took down the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that was all 
done and orchestrated by the government too. So, you know, yeah. it's one of those things of either, it's not no conspiracy theory stuff. I'm no whole mm-hmm. type, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's one of those things of, you know, you really have to think and look at the facts that has occurred throughout history, you know? So I think that it's a combination of all that and just really distrust of our government in general, you know? And you all, know what I and think? all oh, that ahead. ties in. Sorry. I mean, and all, all that ties in. And like I said, you can have an inferior thought, but it's, it's relevant. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's happened before. And shout out to dear white people because you talked about whole tips and I just thought about that. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode was hilarious. That, that was the best episode <laughs> in the world. But was, I mean the the positives that is that is brought, I mean what what positive has has a, I mean, I don't have to commute anymore. <laughs> like I'm work. I'm able Flex. to work from home. A lot of people I mean it, it actually it broadened that theory. Everybody's like, you know what? We could do this from our home. I'm work. I'm working much better at home. You know, it, it takes mm-hmm. an abundance of people to get together to be like, okay, let's make this change. Like I've been extended for six months and six months and six months. Like I'm not going back till July. You know, if that. Um. So I mean, it definitely has changed the work landscape. Um. It's enabled some flexibility. Um. It, it lets you get outside. You know, during the summer, like my job was like, hey. You know, you're not you're not at the at the desk anymore. You could take the time to to take a walk, you know, and cut your lawn, do whatever you got to do. Just you know, you know. So I mean, there is that flexibility. I know everybody doesn't have that, you know, uh, especially Amazon and their workers. They just they, that that is a, a modern day plantation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for real. But um, it is. So it, 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 there's a slither of positives, but you know, it, it really has impacted everybody. What are you gonna say, Tiffany? Mm. Sorry. Um, no, no, no. You're fine. I just feel like white America has really captured on to the idea that for when it comes to us black people um when we see somebody running we all run uh-huh. so they kind of caught on to that right that we were quick to in a sense be it's kind of like a mindset like off the strength like if everybody else running i'm moving run, moving just off the strength that everybody else is going in one direction and that kind of yeah. hurting us in that way like you said too yeah. and i feel like they've kind of learned how to do that how the best the best way to to um oh, to accomplish that Mm-hmm. really have found a way to accomplish it and i feel like sometimes it's black people we go back and forth and at least what i see on social media from my the people i follow um just going back and forth about like why some black people are stupid for not wanting to get the vaccine and feeling being scared some black people are crazy just wanting to go run or whatever like we all got to realize we have our own um, experiences with mm-hmm. um and there's a history with, history. With, with black people and being vaccinated and being tested on things like that and pe- some people especially those in the south are very very sensitive about it uh-huh. are super sensitive about it and rightfully so so we still I not get, getting flu shots come on like some of us many i just yeah. got the flu shot for the first time this year because i you know i live with my grandparents and so i got to be really careful for them and so i was like you know i'm putting myself out there because it is what it is but i'm trying yeah. to you know you want us to trust something but how can we trust something when y'all don't even you're not even ready to admit when you're wrong mm. and when something fall and something happens so when that one nurse she was a white woman um got the shot and passed out immediately after they said it was due to something unrelated what makes us think that they're really going to fucking tell us that that vaccine caused her ass to pass the hell out what makes you think they're going to really tell us because they'll take it off the shelves they'll take it off the videos where there were doctors injecting empty empty uh, syringes yes i have seen it too i'm just Mm -hmm. like is that even healthy to push air in my body like you know so for me it's just like the the hysteria, the the mystery, all of it is all um, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, you, if you create that kind of environment, that's the kind of environment that'll brew. But everybody wants to focus on like, well, misinformation. No, let's stop. Let's everybody mm-hmm. come together and break it down. But that's too much like working together. Yeah, not for you. <laughs> but the positive in is like, yeah, this podcast, how we connected. Absolutely, yeah. I've done more guest interviews 
um, than ever before. I thought I had to be in front of people in order to do them. And I felt like, you know, doing it that is true. is going to be, you know, disingenuous. It won't be authentic. But I felt like it's even better. We get to do that shit from home where we're most comfortable. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I just felt like it just, it made that communication much more better. It made, kind of made us realize that we could have communicated like this a long time ago. Um, yeah. And get you some stock in Zoom because I don't feel like none of this is going anywhere anytime soon. Nope. <laughs> Not at all, for real. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing that uh, has helped a lot of people out during oh, this time frame. Oh, come on, Taryn. Come on, Taryn. That, 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 you know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. The hey, weed. Come on, Taryn. The weed. The weed. The weed. You know? But yes, uh, we've been seeing a lot of more legalizations of weed mm-hmm. and other drugs. Um, so I know in New Jersey, because that's where we are from, Jersey, yeah. I heard. Jersey. But okay. um, it, it's finally legalized. Um, and I'm hoping that they'll be able to expunge the records of people who have been imprisoned from this, you know, um, mm-hmm. not just in Jersey, just all around. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it goes back to money. The more people we have within prison systems, the more they can capitalize on us and make money off of our bodies and Mm -hmm. our labor, really. But um, I think it was Oregon or Colorado where they legalized all drugs, um, more so decriminalized, so not just you can go to a store and buy it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that it's a good move when it comes to being able to uh, provide a more human rehabilitation stance when it comes to people who are addicted to drugs. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people have mental health issues who use drugs, you know, to try to get that escape from reality, um, the escape from the pain, the trauma, whether they be faced. So, you know, we shouldn't look at these people as, you know, just the scum of the earth. They're people that need help the most, the most care, yeah, you know, but yeah. it's one of those things of that they have to be willing to want that help and care, though, you know. So I think that it's a positive step forward for, you know, helping out people who are going through something. But uh, what are your thoughts on, like, you know, the legalization of weed and, you know, just everything else? I'm for it. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. happy that it's, that it's here. Um, I know it's going to help a lot of people. And um, and it, it takes a load off your mind. You ain't got to worry about that, you know, yep. no more and getting locked up for something that is not legal. I mean, hopefully they um, figure out the laws and are able to release people that are already incarcerated because of this right. law that, you know, that is now changed and now reversed. Um, and I I know a lot of people have been, you know, participating for it and, um, and uh, trying to get it done. But hopefully black people, black and brown people have the you know, per, per, pretty much have like the first step and actually you know, being able to get dispensaries. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. they need, they need that, they need that event, that advantage, uh, stage, you know, they need to have that advantage, you know, that will narrow, that, that will even some of the playing field. Like don't, 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 uh, criminalize us, don't incarcerate us. And then, uh, make money off of it, it like that's a slap in the face because that's basically what that's we were, what's happening right now we were pioneering off this to begin <laughs> to begin with so i mean let, like let's make mm-hmm. it for real um we need more of the bigs burks more of the um jim jones you know and um you know get this thing going but i'm i'm happy I'm, I'm here for it i mean i'm not a smoker per se you know i've, I've tried here and there um Baby Lungs Monty, that's what you called me? Oh, yeah. Baby Lungs Monty. <laughs> Baby Lungs Monty, not Black Lives Matter, BLM. That's the other BLM. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm here for it, man. You know, like, do your thing. You know, edibles is a thing. It's not my kind of thing, thing, but, you know, mm. I'm, I'm, as long as they ain't hurt nobody, you know, it is yep. what it is. I know there's going to be some kind of restrictions and, you know, they got to they gotta try to control it some kind of way, the same way they, mm-hmm. they um control any kind of substance, you know, alcohol included, but... As long as it's legal, that that definitely uh, is a a big weight on people's shoulders. Make it legal. 
Yeah. What else is that to say? Like, there's nothing more to it than that. Um, we being illegal, it's just like a way to incarcerate us to put more people that plan. look like us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally a plan. But when you have crack, you have coke, you have heroin, you got rehab centers, like the rehabilitation centers for a lot of these these drugs. I'm like, so the hardcore drugs that could put you on your ass and put you six feet under, I can get rehabilitated for that. But the mm. shit just makes me loopy, want to eat fruit loops, want to eat, you know, <laughs> junk food, go to get a go whole sleep. you know, Diabetes. go to go night night. That's going to put me in jail. And like, you know, that statistic, well, that is, well, statistically speaking, that more black people smoke marijuana and whatever the case may be versus all the other. Cause I'm not putting up on my nose, nothing in my veins. Right. So the, if I was going to do a drug, if, if we were my choice and you know that someone that looks like me would choose weed as a choice of a drug, what do you want to do? You want to make that illegal. Right. And then, so there's no, but there's no rehab for that because you cannot rehabilitate from weed because people yeah. don't are necessarily, it's not something that makes them addicted to it in yeah. a sense where like you know the people just get stupid maybe they can't function but it's not gonna sit here and have you out here going to go shoot somebody auntie and all them have you out yeah. here crazy like that you know what i mean let's say well well you know it has to it has to affect a different community to even get the proper it, it does representation it does. you know the whole opioid thing that you oh know, my god crack in the 80s put them in jail That's because their kids are now opioid 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 is now bring up you know bring them to a rehabilitation center like we ain't gonna no rehab in the 80s and i'll be looking yeah. at some of these rehab centers and these rehab centers are bougie as hell like mm -hmm. they're they're top of the line and there's money in that as well so i'm like yo y'all don't realize yep. everyone's just trying to make money off yeah. of you and, and that's money the reason that. why it was um outlawed in the very first place because pharmaceuticals pharmaceuticals could not keep up with the applications mm -hmm. that it had you know hemp was paper products it was rope you can make a lot of different stuff so that's why it was outlawed but you know there's, it's coming to light. The studies are out there. You know, it's literally a plant. There's no processing you have to do like drugs or alcohol. And right. necessarily, you know, century, uh, societies have been using this for centuries, literally. Like, literally. It's, it's been around, you know. And they don't like that. They don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that. Not that. To quote Friday, God, God made this for you and me. It's from the yeah. earth. Mm -hmm. It's from the earth. <laughs> it knows when Eve was around. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> R. I. P. Bernie. Okay, so now it's my turn to, you know, usher the conversation. I'm so excited. So we're into the cultural engagement part. Um, so the first thing we want to talk about is this Megan and Tory saga. I feel like it took over 2020 a little bit. It was the highlight of every conversation for weeks and months on end, especially when Megan didn't want to say nothing. And she came out and said something and Tory didn't want to say nothing. He was in McDonald's acting crazy with a goddamn dog, I think. And then he came out and said something. And then Megan came out with, you know, her album. And then she said, it was like a lot of he shits. She said, he said, it was a whole lot of back she and forth. She killed that track though, I ain't gonna lie. Um, who? She killed him when that oh, intro track. Oh, she did. Lie. She did. You yeah. know what? It's it's so weird to me. This is why I said believe women, even when they don't say something the first time around. You should understand what the fuck that is about. But, um, mm -hmm. even to the towards all the fallouts, because let's be real, Megan has been falling out or seemingly falling out with a lot of people since this happened too. Not just her best friend, but like other artists. I think her Asian brat doll, whoever that girl is, they were going mm -hmm. back and forth on some stuff. Like mm -hmm. her old makeup artist, whatever. Everybody going through drama. COVID got everybody at home bugging out. So everybody's just like, I'm cutting off ties. I'm realizing who people really are, whatever the case may be. But for me, this story stuck out to me um, for 2020 for obvious reasons about it's a shooting of a black woman by potentially someone who was black. It, it may not be a Bentori. It may have been her best friend, but somebody else black done it. 
Um, somebody so done did that. Some, somebody done did it. Done uh -huh. did it. And, and you know, for me, Megan named to the person who was, and that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the fact yep. that he did it. Um, but I just think it's crazy how all the men reacted when this first this story first dropped. When she didn't want to say, it, she's like, "I'm gonna keep my mouth shut," or whatever, whatever. And then as soon as she opened her mouth and said something, it's like all the the things that they were saying and the, and the way they were like, I don't know, demonizing her and breaking her mm -hmm. down and and just talking crazy. Like I was just like, y'all y'all niggas are bugging for real. <laughs> and like, there's no like, what are all the decent men with common sense? And like, where where y'all at? We were squandered. We were squandered by the loud by the loud roar of the ignorant men. It, it's it's super. <laughs> it, it's it's the levels of ignorance and like the the firmness and and wanting to plant your feet in it for me that really bothers me. It gets under my skin, and that's why I don't fuck with a lot of black men like that. Not like yeah. if, if you in my circle, if, if I fuck with you and you're a black man in my life, it's because you don't rub me the wrong way, you don't fuck with me the wrong way. Like you never made me feel no kind of way. I don't interact with anybody else who does because I don't got mm. time for that. So for me, this story kind of it was just more than just it being about two celebrities i was just like i look at this two just two people who were cool two people this is a domestic violence situation like how do right. i feel about that so what did y'all think about it I, I know for me um I, I looked at it as more so a lot of patriarchy within this influences wise so you know it was a lot of gaslighting from tory side um mm. and necessarily the behaviors were lining up he wasn't saying that he didn't do it but why would you put out a, a slander like campaign against Meg if you weren't guilty? So that was something there. And the fact that, you know, you're trying to manipulate the situation for to save your ass. I mean, that, that, that was something I'm like, yo, that's that's fucked up. And the fact that she didn't speak initially because she's trying to save you as a black man. I mean, we see what's going on out here. People getting shot and whatnot. So that was something, you know. It was very eye-opening, especially like with people I know personally. I'm like, you think that he didn't do it? Or you're not believing so Megan? Sad. Or you're saying that she's lying or something like that? She has two bullets in her leg. Like, y'all saw the video. So, you know, it, it was very eye-opening to me. And it just really revealed that, you know, that due to patriarchy and the programming and conditioning of society, you know, men are always about themselves. It was a, a point of ego and pride. I mean, protecting reputations. That's why I saw it as. I'm happy you brought up those two things. Uh, behavior from Tory Lanez. That definitely showed mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and I, I'll be real. I mean, and listen, we all have podcasts. We all talked about it. We all discussed this at length, I'm sure. Um, it's exhausting. <laughs> it, it took over the year. Um, even now, like, it, it feels like there's, there's more evidence coming out. And, you know, one week is this, one week is that. Um, but the behavior from Tory definitely, uh, put a nail in his coffin, I think, so to speak. Um, listen, it, it was a great divide of black men and black women, you know, as Tiffany mm -hmm. pointed out. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like finding out your friend is a Republican or finding out your friend is a Trump Ooh, supporter. Really? It's like, <laughs> you know, just like, like Terrence saying like, oh, you think like this? Like, that's how it felt. It was like, man, it's a slap in the face. Okay. Um, and listen, like I said, we talked about it in length. I've definitely had my my words about it. Um, I never, I, I I was uh I was more on the fence of just hearing hearing both sides, regardless of what it was. You know, I was definitely in favor of Meg. Uh, what was going on? But just like it was a the craziest story we ever heard. We ever came around. You know, two Come high on. profile people, three high profile people. You know, including the Kardashians. But is, it, is it crazy? 
to to hear of, of of a situation with hot with celebrities and shooting being involved. I wouldn't. I don't know if I want to. Uh, I'm not trying to make it seem like this, it's a common well, thing. No, well, on this both sides, more... the, the proponent and like like the defendant and the plaintiff, like like you know, it's, yeah. I don't think we I don't think we hear high profile on both sides all the time, yeah. and mm, like just. Okay. Especially with Tori with quarantine radio, you know, kind of being at the height, and then Megan, mm. you know, definitely he has a quarantine radio. What's that? It's like a podcast. <laughs> oh, quarantine nah, nah. radio. It was like in the beginning, <laughs> they was on Instagram, and pretty much it's a lot of. Uh, it was it was stuff. his positive for 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 uh, quarantine. Was you know, it he, a lot of like the, the video girls, bottle girls, lot of, working, uh, like a lot of those, a, a, lot, a lot of milk being wasted. A lot of milk being wasted, a lot of dairy. Oh, when Natalie Nunn did one, I did I did tune in for a portion. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, was listen, Big Fendi was out there. You know, there was a lot of people that out there was trying to do like the X-rated stuff on Instagram, but right. Tori was Tory grasped a lot of people's attention. You know, he he had the personality for it. So like for this to happen mm-hmm. after that, that that destroyed all that. I think mm-hmm. he had, I think he had a deal coming. Fumbled the bag. Fumbled had you know, and Megan just has been at the height of everything and just yeah, has been real. progressing all through this, you know, and... Mm-hmm. And brands are progressing as well. They're not necessarily in the in the space to, like, put their name to, to a Tory. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you're looking... Don't look at Chris Brown's quote-unquote, and I wouldn't even necessarily call it a bounce back because he just bounced, not back, because mm-hmm. he's nowhere where he once was. And, and imagine what Chris Brown would be if he didn't... If he didn't oh, no, Chris Brown would be Beyonce. Like, Right, he would be the Beyonce yeah, of you know whatever, and uh-huh. I think he's so frustrated because he's trying to break free. And now Tory, you, what you need to do is take a page from Chris Brown's book. I mean, Chris, granted, Chris Brown been doing nah, some Tory, wild stuff. Tory did the Tory like, did the ops, the absolute opposite, <laughs> and just you know, he made a whole album about the girl. You know, um, it's weird. You know, and, and listen, oh, and I I know there was a there was a big divide. It's like you shouldn't even. You shouldn't even listen to the album. You shouldn't, you know, be um, putting money in his pocket. You know, mm-hmm. you know. I, I'm just, I was just in the world of just like, I guess this is how he wants to express himself. Like, I know there's like a, there's a divide in that. It's just like, you know, how how dare you? You know, like it, it was really messy on all levels. But you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, today if you're if you're riding with Tory, I don't know what you i don't know where your morals lie <laughs> but like seriously don't you know because there is a group of people you know including some of my friends it's just like you know female as well like i just want yeah, to i was just about to say i just want to i just want to i just want to like you know get to the get to the trial and mm-hmm. put it out there but like you mentioned before like you know the trial ain't always gone tell you what's right and what's wrong no, i mean not. we we know oj killed that girl but he was all he got off mm. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, it it was just an exhausting, exhausting thing, and if I mean, y'all luckily, see me undoing, y'all see how it goes down. And you might have lost some friends through this, to be honest. Oh, you know, for real. um, you know, luckily I was able to hold on to some of the friendships that I had, but it definitely put ple- people in a certain you know light that you just had mm-hmm. to like maneuver around. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. You got to be comfortable dropping people with stuff like this. Some people were like, "Y'all put too much stock in celebrity drama." No, it's it's more of a, it's more of a. a issue at hand i'm not taking issue with the people or the celebrity issue it's the problem of domestic violence here it's the issue of a shooting here and how you react to it because if that happens to me are you going to be making jokes about me are you going to be in somebody comment section popping shit about me and and maybe your answer would be no but then what would you do if someone else was doing it like what would you do if that were me in that situation i'm telling you that like and i and i think that hypothetical put it put a lot of perspective for some people that with with morals like damn let me think about this for a minute like if this is my sister and Mm -hmm. even on the end of tory like if that was my brother who's being accused how would i feel like of course you want to be whatever Mm -hmm. but i want to talk to my brother but if i know my brother wild if i know he's sometimes he's unstable like let's be really celebrity 
celebrities be out here doing heavy hard drugs. They're uh-huh. not just smoking regular weed. They well, I, don't crack. I was I was just here. I was just disappointed Good. that I was disappointed that his whole rebuttal is she lying. Yeah, <laughs> that was, like, that's all your rebuttal was. Right? Well, that's, but, but let's yeah. be real. That's what some black men, especially when they hit a certain status, I feel, they feel like that's all they owe. They don't owe us anything, mm-hmm. and nobody don't owe us nothing. To be honest, yeah. you don't owe us anything at all. But if you're gonna part your lips to say something, let it be something that we can all get behind, or something we can be like, not that mm-hmm. it would ever make sense. But accountability is important, and don't and if. Uh, it's a yeah. it's like a domino effect. Who really holds themselves accountable in this world and in our country? Ooh. Accountability is a lost thing. Who? It's a lost it's becoming skill. A lost thing. It's a it lost really skill. People don't hold themselves accountable. I literally just had a conversation yesterday. Just like that's so like that's crying. like one of my top five pet peeves. Now was no accountability. No accountability. I'm super mm-hmm. late, but I've been watching Black Ink, and <laughs> and I don't know if you ever watched Black Ink, but I've seen um, it before. but what's her name, Duchess? I'm like, yes, Jesus yes. Christ, no accountability you ever. Your fun fact? Go ahead. I, I interviewed Duchess at Willie hey. P. One time for an event. My my old mentor, uh, Miley, shout out to you, sis. She got me, gave me an opportunity to uh, to do a uh, interview with her. If I can find a picture, I'll show you. I definitely had the bangangs. You got um, the bangangs. Had the bangangs at that point, but not the bangang. The bangangs. So, but it was that's a little fun fact. I got to interview her. That was All right. Cool. What we got next? Um. So next up, we have community healing. Mm. This uh, we're on our Janae shit. <laughs> we're num hum no great cake, yo, right? But, um, but we're not listening to that little track. Be calm. <laughs> I'm about to say, calm down. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're not listening. We're not. We're not doing. I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do it now. It bother me. Um, but like mm. now, more than ever, I think a lot of us have really tapped into our spirituality, religion, mm. whatever that may be. Um, therapy has really been on the rise. And I think I was Absolutely. telling somebody, did I say it's already while we recorded? I don't know. But if someone, yeah, I think I did. If you're not getting therapy outside of this, if, like, if therapy is not one of the things on your checklist to acquire in 2021, or it's mm. some form of therapy like. Um, things, I don't know what you're doing. Like we are all cooped in the house, unless you're somebody who's been cooped up and you're used to this secluded, secluded kind of life. Um, I hope you have another kind of outlet. And right now I think people tapping into themselves, what's going on with them because they've had, we've had a lot of time to sit with ourselves to kind of identify our flaws. I know for sure for me in quarantine time, I've realized some things about me that I was like, Oh, where'd that come from? Like, why does that bother me? Why does that make me so upset? Why is that hurting my feelings? Why am I even annoyed or whatever by it? I had to, you know, therapy helped me break down some things and made me realize, you know, sis, um, you know, get it together. But um, what about y'all? Um, for me, it definitely was an introspective year. Um, 2020, I always say it's like the year of detachment. So really just getting rid of all the conditioning, you know, working through the childhood trauma because it's just real, you know, it shows up as, as adults and really just tapping into myself and becoming whole. Uh, because with this, uh, year really, um, it was tough. And I mean, like for me, uh, went in engaged, coming out single. Uh, so, you know, dealing with that grieving process and just realizing that, you know, what is necessary with relationships in general, you know, to thrive, uh, and for me, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, uh, a lot of journaling. Um, therapy definitely has been a thing. Um, unfortunately, with my insurance, it's trash, but I kind of therapize myself. Um, I'm involved with the National Alliance of Mental Illness. So the work that I do with them also helps me out with what I'm going through. And necessarily being able to share my story is also very therapeutic. So, you know, that's some stuff I've been doing and also really 
just getting into my spirituality um, and getting involved with communities, you know, because sometimes we we're not in the best environments. However, you have to go outside of your space to find that good environment. You know, it's not going to be easy. You have to do that work to, you know, heal and do what you need to do, you know. So, you know, shout out to uh, Brixie the Buddha um, above our studio. Um, there's There was a live, um, a few, what's called, it's called Peace in the Park. And it was all a whole bunch of black people, you know, doing meditation, talking about, uh, you know, positivity, um, eating right, all that good stuff. And black businesses also too. So, you know, just really finding that community. That was something that was big for me this year. Um, and really just, you know, seeing that any situation I'm in, there's a lesson within it, you know, so find that silver lining, you know, before right. I had that mindset of, uh, why is this happening to me? But once I changed my mindset to this is happening for me, that's mm-hmm. when, you know, the blessings mm-hmm. starting to come and the abundance and all that good stuff. And, you know, really expressing gratitude during this period of time has helped me mm-hmm. out a lot. Um, there's actually a study uh, by Harvard University that said that expressing gratitude uh, often rewires your brain to be happier. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's some stuff that I've been doing, really. But, you know, I've been seeing a lot, especially with people in our 30s. You know, we've been going through a lot. We, we've been through 9-11. We're now in yep. a pandemic. We've been yep. through two recessions. This yep. is real out here, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of like our peers just really come back and trying to heal and, you know, getting their shit together. And I'm happy for everybody, proud of everybody, you know, for doing that work. When the blessings come in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, Tiffany, for saying, you know, to leading us off, saying, you know, just finding different ways of therapy. You know, um, it's oh, everybody doesn't have that ability to talk to a therapist and you know doesn't have that that uh that credit on their insurance to actually you know get those 15 right. sessions free <laughs> word you know get, get them psych sessions in but um you know so for me you know i i still want to talk to a therapist i still want to get that um to get that session in but you know i definitely take pride in this podcast that's a, that's one of my biggest therapeutic word formats mm-hmm. period you know i really when i hear the microphone come on i hear myself in my headphones i really can't lie to myself you know i it just feels it's a freeing thing i'm able to i just did an interview um yesterday with with the intern um candidate and you know he was um saying like i just like how you guys are free and you know just be able to express yourself i'm like yeah that means a whole lot to me you know um you're able to just have those conversations freely and actually be able to get insight from people and you learn yeah. about yourself you know, yeah. um, driving is another thing for me. You know, these are the tactics that I do. I, I like to just get clear my mind, get on the road, find that space to yourself. You know, like you could, it's easy to get in the rat race and try to impress your peers and trying to mm-hmm. get ahead. You feel like you're not, you're not where you're supposed to be. It's very easy to get down on yourself. I'm, I'm, I, I'm so hard on myself, like so hard on myself. You know, I have to take a step back and wow, look how much I've accomplished. You know, some, some people will give it to you and be like, you know, Hey, you did this and this and you listen, but sometimes you just have to take a minute and be like, you know what? Wow. You know, this is what I've done. I could do more, but like, and Taryn said it before, express gratitude. There are times where, you know, you could be just really down in the dumps. Just take a minute to be like, wow, Mm-hmm. I could walk, I could talk, yep, I could yep, read, yep. I could smell, so, I could taste. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, I could see, I, I, I could, co- I'm coherent. You know, I actually could, I have family, I have a mom, I have a dad that loves me. Like there's, th- it could be so much worse. Everybody doesn't have everything that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you are, you are rich in spirit. You know, you, you have to just think to yourself like, man, it could, it could be that much worse. You know, um, 
and it, it, it's 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 crazy sometimes it gets crazy in quarantine time for sure you know seasonal depression is among us you know my friend mm-hmm. definitely hit me the other day just like you know i'm just going through it right now holiday depression seasonal depression you know people don't people didn't start started this year with everybody and and, and lost so many people but you know so you got to find that community healing and you got to find a good strong group of people around you that you know are consistent with loving you and consistent with challenging you you know and and not just being um you know yes men you know you, you want now. you want to be able to um you know you want to be able to be able to progress you know and improve on yourself and if you just have a bunch of yes men ar- around you or people or enablers like you could end up better in jail <laughs> i mean you know you, you need to have that with you word um, one thing I will say that I noticed this year is that black owned businesses have really taken the reins, kicked everybody else off the boat and said, we leading them a charge. That's right. And so I've been, you know, for black Friday this year, I made it a point to purchase from black owned businesses altogether. Um, as much as I can, I think the only business I did not support that was not black owned was a, was a makeup brand. Cause I need some makeup brushes. Um, so, but for the most part, I got hoodies. I got new, new uh, toiletry set from Glamaholic Lifestyle. I love that woman. First of all, that woman right there, Mia Ray. Mm. Um, I was put on to her through people I follow on social media, and honestly, um, it, this woman's a hustler of a different breed. And I was, I just told myself, like, you know what? I need to, I need to look at this woman, look at her drive, see how she moving, especially in quarantine time, that she's pushing a lot of her you know her products her items out and uh-huh. get into people just like look at how she's taking it in stride or look at how she's busting her ass or look at how like she's trying to still engage with people and still keep her sanity uh, a lot of black owned businesses are doing their business strictly online they, they don't they don't have a brick and mortar so it's even harder to reach their people and to get connect so I'm just super proud of every black owned business that has that has thrived this year. Shout out to my own black owned business, www.theydentellyou.com. You can go right up on there and send me your email address. Because um, I have I have new merch coming and I'm a, I'm a black owned business on the rise as well. And so I think it's just kind of made all of us realize and tap in. All three of us are actually black owned businesses and we're rising. So I think it just told us like, you know, with this 600, you know, stimulus check that we're all about to get, it's like you, you can't rely on Uncle Sam, we can't rely on nobody who we vote, quote unquote, voted into office to look out for us. We got to look out for ourselves. And a lot of these restaurants, like seeing everybody closing down, it's just like, damn, you could feel discouraged and not want to do something. But to see these businesses still moving, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm motivated. What do y'all think? Yeah, this that six hundred dollar check that that very well that very well made you to go to me investing in myself. <laughs> you know that so made get that, me a new laptop. That might go to another shipment of, of t shirts and hoodies, and you know let's get this money right back. Um, but yeah, it's been a big year for entrepreneurs. Um, COVID had definitely you know um made people go into overdrive so to speak you know so shout out to the to sheila the overthinker you know she's been hustling you know she quit her job two years ago and she's been just moving and moving and not and not giving up and making more merchandise paintings you know doing uh events masked up and all that but she's she out here hustling um shout out to my man um changed by lulu you know my man jamel from high school he definitely has made something from nothing to something like he was on a our, one of our first podcasts and you know to see where he is today just traveling you know getting to know people merch getting his merchandise up you know a network and like there's there's so many things avenues for you to t- to to take advantage in and i'm 
happy for like the miss the Adriana Riaz of of the world. Um, you know, my girl Melinda, where I just crave, you know, with with the food and there's there's so many opportunities to 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 do what you want to do, especially now. And um, it, it gave it gave people a moment to sit down, and were able to just like figure things out. People are going back to school to get their business degrees and you know things of that nature. So shout out to all the black owned businesses. This this year has been phenomenal, and um, it's it's definitely encouraged me to to do better. Like I I I, I too have a have a um online presence at the people talking podcast.com. You know I got patreon.com slash people talking. You know there's um. There, there's room for all of us to to make something of ourselves, and I appreciate that. Um, that's the gift that 2020 gave me. How about you, Taryn? So for me, like I, I saw a lot of people really coming into their gifts, which I love definitely. Um, I always like on my journey to entrepreneurship because like I don't come from a family that's from of entrepreneurs. I got maybe like one cousin that started his own movement, so now I'm doing the same thing now on my own. But, you know, it's really just uh, trial and error. That's the biggest thing. You know, mm. you can see what other people are doing. You can take as many classes as you want. You can take as many master classes. It don't matter. You have to find your own swag. You have to create your own formula. You know, it works for some people. You know, for me, I'm going into my, this is my second year. I said that I want to be working this business by tw- uh, December 9th, 2021 full-time so if i want to quit my job okay i can be able to sustain this off of real talk Mm -hmm. session series now i mean Mm -hmm. so for me i know that this year has really woke up the hustler in with me you know what i mean so you know i i i I got everything you need like i got videos i got the uh the staff now i'm scaling um i mean got the designs you know the brand new one i see you with a new i said this this looks new Bond yeah. bond. This is exclusive. Right. Don't let these degrees fool you too. Don't, we got don't all let this, it. You know? Don't let it. Bro, what, what you want? want? Oh, you want beanies? You want beanies? Oh, 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 okay. Look at this, man. I can't green? wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. You want go the off. Right. You oh. better go off. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. So that's like one of the things of like really not getting discouraged because I realized that it's like a crock pot. You got to set it and forget it. You know, set your intentions, forget your fears, and just go, for real. And, you know, with business, it's more so just trusting yourself. And for me, I've seen that, like, you know, spirituality. That's that's one thing that's big for me. Like, just trusting that the money that you put out there will come back to you tenfold. I mean, yeah, and it's part. all about strategy. That part. You right. know? And for me, the big thing was uh, community this year. So I'm big on collaborations. Strategic partnerships are key. When it comes to growing your platform and your audience, you know. It's a big um, thing. Yeah, facts. Like, I started my Instagram. I started all that stuff, you know, at Real Talk Session Series. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I started that in December of 2018. And now I'm hitting 2,300 people. And I have plans to scale me up even more. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things of seeing strategy, seeing what other people are doing, taking that mm-hmm. and applying it to myself in a unique way to make sure it works. So, you know, know what's sure trending, out- know the trends, know the yeah, trends, know the trends, you know, and that's the thing. Like we're not in competition with other people too. Just because Come on now. Similar. You better say, you better preach that- a good one about the slam on this table. <laughs> Don't do that. Not, we- <laughs> you're right. I'm like, I'm like, fuck everything. Up. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's not. <laughs> because I think we the are biggest not. thing with our generation and people, black people in general, is that we feel that we're in competition. We're not at all. Yeah. You know, when we come together in unity, we're stronger as a mm-hmm. unit. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you want to go far, 
you got to have a team. If you want to go fast, go by yourself. But it's not going to be guaranteed that you're going to make it that far. And mm-hmm. I mean, so that's, a, that's one thing I see with that. that, that you know, I love the fact that people are getting this money on yeah. their own. That's a beautiful sentiment. You know, mm-hmm. we, we here are, have collaborated forces together today, you know, and we the ones with the longest podcast names ever. I mean, dead ass. We really do have long ass podcast names. We do. That's why we. That's why we're here. Yeah, you know, that's why we for connect. Me, for me, competition makes it so seem like, like 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 for me, competition. It just makes it seem like um, we're all going after the same thing. Like we all have the same people that that like us. Like everybody. Like we're trying to take everyone's person. Not everything. Everything is not for everybody. That's what competition to mm-hmm. me sounds like in this realm of like we think everything yeah. we do is going to be for every single person, and it's not. It's really it's not. not. And so collabing like this, it kind yeah. of pushes this perspective of like, well, here's some people that I fuck with. Here's some people that I like. Let's yeah. put you on to something new. That's what this is all really and all you're about. you're tapping into new audiences too. For real, you right. really right. are. You I mean, really are. And marketing. that's how you expand your reach too. So if you're not, if you're going to be in your own little bubble, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got to be willing to branch out. So I love, I love anything that has a collab. Anytime I say collab something, especially when it comes to black people working together, I want to. I want to support it. Yeah, more to come. I mean, we are individuals. Everybody ain't everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do what you could do. Mm-hmm. No, they cannot. You know? No, yep, they cannot. Facts, facts. You know, but we're gonna see even more beautiful things. Are we gonna move into the best and the worst of the year? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So now we're gonna move into the best and the worst of the year. It's been a lot of fuck shit yes. and a lot of great shit. So twenty twenty is it. over. It is For over. Real. It is over. It is over. Yep. Thank but God. these Karens are still gonna be forever. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. just like Wu Tang, Karens are forever. Mm-hmm. So, what was your favorite? Karen moment of the year. Um, I, I know Karen, for me is, personally, is Karen for the children? Karen, didn't you say Karen was gender, <laughs> is gender neutral? Didn't you Karen, say it was gender Karen, neutral? Karen is gender neutral. Yes, you yes. said it was. So it's gender neutral, it's gender and, neutral it's, yes. and it's and it's not ageist. So mm-hmm. Tanners are they can get it too. That's all. all right. I mean, Tanners and Bradleys. <laughs> so you know, I actually thought of this again. I was like, I don't really have a favorite Karen moment that that made me laugh. But I, I think my Karen moment, which because it's gender neutral, was with a man who probably did it as his white male. But I actually had a run in this <laughs> summer with a white guy at my job, and I don't think I've ever told you all about it. Um, but basically, Ooh, he, yeah, I was you know hanging with my dog in the courtyard, and he came up to me. And he was like. I've seen him all the time throughout the years. So I'm like, maybe he just doesn't remember me. I, you know, people, white people swear when you change your hair, change your glasses, you, you come out looking like Clark Kent and Superman. They don't recognize you no more. So he came to mm-hmm. me, he said like, what are you doing here? And I looked at him and I said, excuse me, I'm just here hanging with my dog. How you, not even a hello, how are you, whatever. And so I won't mm-hmm. go through the whole, rehash the whole entire story. But I, I want to say like at the end of it, I, I told him like, you will have to go do what you need to do. Mm. You gonna have to call who you need to call because mm. at this point mm. I don't even know who you are. I don't even know why you coming up on me. You walked up on me, didn't even and tell me who you were, didn't tell me what you wanted. I'm a I'm a young woman. He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I had to put it back on you. And then I went and did my favorite Karen thing. I went and told everybody. I contacted mm-hmm. everyone. I said, get lip. I want to speak to the manager. Yes. <laughs> I want to speak to the manager now. Right, I had his right. boss calling me. I had everybody, you know, in on it. But for me, that my favorite moment, that was my favorite moment now because I'm I think to myself, you got the right one. And we know when people when black people say you got the right one, that also means you might have the wrong one. Ooh. And I'm but you know, but I said, you know, I'm gonna use my mm. voice. I'm not gonna sit here and let nobody or no white man make me feel any more comfortable than you already did. And once it was handled, the the discomfort disappeared. I bet you every white person in that building from that day forth smiled at me. Mm. I bet you they all tightened up around me. And it's not to sit here and say I, I commanded something, but it's like I don't deserve to be treated, you know 
ill here. And I had right. to tell him, like, if I wasn't supposed to be here, then how did I get out here? You need access yeah. to swipe into everything. So if my card worked, if my card works and I'm here, shouldn't one plus one equal two? Why it's not connected for you? But my favorite, you know, I think any any moment that I have to correct somebody white um, and let them know what type of time I'm on will always be my favorite Karen moment. Always got a mm-hmm. Millie Rock on that all the time. I can't <laughs> I do it. I'm just going <laughs> to... I don't know. <laughs> hey, my favorite Karen moment, you know, easily is the Amy Cooper situation. You know, um, guy in New York City, Central Park, whatever, you know, bird watching because black people we do him. everything. We're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she got we frightened are. or whatever and decided to use her white privilege oh, and, and and yell and yell bloody murder basically and say like, hey, arrest his man, he's whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, guy was just filming her because it's like, you acting stupid. You acting crazy right now. You damn near about mm-hmm. to kill your dog in, in, in the midst of all this and that will got your ass in trouble because they came yep. through to like, but, hey. But that fucked up? What you get in trouble for first? Calling a black person out on your damn dog? Did yes, you it's, it's the dog. Yep. He's like, you know what? It's He's racist, but it's for the me. it's the dog yep. for me. And 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 Karen had to go. You know, Amy Cooper slash Karen had to go, and um, she got fired from her job. Like they they took her ass to all, all the way down the trail. You Aye. know, um, so that was my favorite mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, uh, I would say for me, like I don't necessarily have one favorite moment, but. I enjoy seeing these white people act the ass when it comes to these masks. I've seen grown oh men <laughs> getting carried out the stores by their sons because they're embarrassing them. I can't breathe. Pe- <laughs> people that laying ass. on the ground. <laughs> people making speeches thinking they're being so prolific with their opinions about masks. Like, uh-huh. just, I'm like, oh, you're dumb. <laughs> like, like, that's just my dumb, favorite thing. Dumb, dumb. You know? Easy. Yeah. Easily like, said. Real dumb. Real mm-hmm. dumb. Put the mask on. But, Forget about these Karens, though. Now, I mean, you know, I think that one of my um, favorite things this year is really just seeing always the creativity of our people Come with on. social media. Yes. Know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. So I know for me, one of my favorite videos, <laughs> as well as Tiffany's, now, <laughs> I mean, where the money resides, where the money resides. Where the money resides, where the money resides. I gotta get it. That's one of my favorite ones. Yes. And then um, also, now, I mean, Tiff can also relate to this with her big ass bagang from college. Listen! <laughs> The bang. What? Yeah. Listen, my bang. But it's just those videos. Now I mean, like whenever yes. I know I'm feeling down, I can throw them on real quick, and boom, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. No, about y'all. Them. No, I definitely have to say where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. That's <laughs> that's my 2021 um, mood for real. For real. Yeah. I'm coming for. I'm coming for a coin. But um, I want to just make sure we, you know, I know we're going to show who this person is, but his name on Instagram is Darrell, Darrell Rells, mm-hmm. um, Darrelly mm-hmm. Rells. And one thing I think I mentioned before is we got to pay our respect and, you know, kind of bow down bitches to black queer culture. Right. Mm. A lot of these terms come from this uh, come from this community within our own community. We take it. We we rebrand. We do what white people do to our to our stuff. Yep. But we do it to the, the you know. Oh, we, we Columbus. Come on, we Columbus. You know. I don't know how y'all feel about it. I'm just saying because when you ask people where the where the, where the money reside come from, they probably won't even be able to tell you. They probably just saw somebody mm-hmm. doing a voiceover on TikTok or a friend who just started saying they thought it was cool. And now you pick up and saying it and you don't even know where the source is. And the source is almost always somebody black and almost always somebody queer. Gotta and we got to make sure we giving fl- flowers and credit. Even it's the um, it's the whatever for me. It's the this for yeah. me. It's the that for me. That came from mm-hmm. Saucy Santana. And I didn't really know about him until my friends put me on. And he hangs out with Young Miami. He's an artist on his um, on his own. Um, you know, I don't know how 
Santana likes to identify, so maybe I should be careful with these these pronouns I'm using yeah. on them. But you know, nevertheless, Santana had a had just got a, a Netflix check with Strong Black Lead hey, doing the Hey Queen remix, and it was it was so dope. Another and I know one. I know you know I, I just looked at it and said. Look at how creative we have been. Look how influential we really are. But look at where the influence is coming from. So if you wanna, if you wanna like these best social media videos, you better go to the source and not be uncomfortable where it came from because you, you you parting your lips and saying it. Listen, we are Black Magic, man. Shout out to the LGBTQ yeah, plus community. You My know God. they all the slang, all the slang, all of it, <laughs> all of it, all of the tea. Where you think all, that came from? All the tea, everything, man. Um, shout out to no, yeah. Shout out to Ricky Thompson. I enjoy his um, oh, I do his videos all the time. Mm-hmm. Just because, just th- I just love that we make the simplest things the funniest things in the world, Super. and and that's what he's yeah. good at. Mm-hmm. Um, all of Meg The Stallion videos are amazing to me, you especially know what? especially her new twerk. Yes, that <laughs> has got the has got the crazy. I think she said she learned it in New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Oh yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. 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 Listen, we learned about the knee strength from her, you know. Ooh, which you know, I do not she, have. She cha- she challenged Sierra, and we was like, man, she yeah, might first of all, you challenge another oh, woman Sierra with Sierra is the steel. one. Sierra, yeah, is, the Sierra is the, the one. OG. Sierra is the one. Sierra's made of rubber. Yes, she is. She got them WD-40 right knees. She Ooh, do. Yeah, <laughs> There's always lubed up, you know. Uh, yeah. um, but those are a few to me, man. You know, I appreciate all those. Anything Kevin on stage puts up is hilarious. Yeah, he's good, too. You know, but those were some of those social media videos that I I really, really Can I just add an honorable mention? Any and shout out to my dog Tony. Hey Bill, I know you're not gonna hear this, but hey dog. Um, every single video that shows a Grinch costume chasing dogs. Like big dogs, (laughs) little dogs, all the dogs. I just find like when you own a dog, you get more I get more attracted to things that have dogs in it. So when I saw those Mm. videos, I was like, people don't understand, like they had pit bulls in there, rottweils in there running away from these from the Grinch costume. But like dogs are really so sweet. Yeah. And um and so mm-hmm. you know adopt don't shop, but um I just I think that's an honorable mention I want to throw in there. Good job. Facts, facts, facts. So keeping along the theme of social media, and I mean we got the best Instagram account. Ooh, right, I like, I like the that RGB trans- right there. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, I like, I like that, that transition. That transition was nice. That transition was nice. So if you like. If you like transitions like that, now I mean, come over you? to the Real Talk Session series Instagram uh, page. Now plug I mean, yourself, baby. Marketing one hundred and one. Curated educational content. Now I mean, we got video oh, stuff, what you need right there. We got information about random facts, COVID nineteen stuff, little inspiration, whatever you need. We got you right at you Real Talk Session series. And then the second one I'm gonna say is the Versus TV Instagram account. Mm-hmm. That's something that has started a whole brand new movement, and you know, black people, we we, we the culture, we create mm-hmm. new shit all the time. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. create it, and it gets taken away. So you mm-hmm. know, versus it's now on on Apple and all that stuff, but it started from this phone. I mean, Instagram yep. Live. Yep, I mean, just did. boom, that's what it was. So you know, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example of creating something for free, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, all you need is location, mm-hmm. all the stuff, and then they changed it into something totally bigger, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how this going to evolve past Instagram. So, you know, what about y'all? Well, can I say real quick, for Versus, I love how they transitioned to Apple because Instagram was playing games with that time limit. Yeah. Like, they want to oh, like yeah. they want to budge on the hour or budge on this. Like, they couldn't do what they need to do, mm-hmm. and they always trying to lowball us. They, they got so that, what, so what, the culture with they, that now. They, they got it together. They got it yeah. together. However, yeah. comma, not before Apple Music is say, give me this check. Let me let me write you this nice switch. See, people yep. always don't right. pass up on an opportunity from a black creative. You're going to find yourself by I, yourself. I know it's going to sound like, hey, because I'm Andrew again all the way 
<laughs> but, but Apple, you know, they uh they had a delay situation over there, and um, you oh know, the comments ain't the same in Apple. The comments ain't the oh, same. Oh no, no, the comments, the comments aren't the same. No, I, I, I do both. Yeah. You need really that IG both. feed. You need that you Tony do. Baker you in your life. You do. <laughs> you, you do. You, you need those. Oh, Tony uh, Baker. You, you you need all that in your life, man. That Word. Teddy Riley and um Babyface was oh, uh, that was a night. That was a night. Both I of met, them. I Teddy missed Riley. That. I missed the that dream. That one and dreaming of Sean Gary. Yeah, Sean, yeah, it was a bunch, man. Versus definitely up there. Yeah, you know, yeah. people smoking podcasts as well. Y'all know the game. Um, oh, y'all so annoying. <laughs> I swear, the beans on collard greens. Y'all get on my nerves. Um, I love the women, man. So I, I follow a lot of women, a lot of beautiful ones out there. Rachel Fit underscore underscore. That's that's the one for me. Now She's I know the, who she is. She got the flexible for me. <laughs> she got the flexibility for me too. Jesus. Man, um, yeah, she's. I got. I bought a calendar, everything. Like she got. She got my money. She got my money. This year. Dedicated. <laughs> Dedication. I was like, oh, I'm. I'll get the thirty dollar calendar. Whatever. You know. Um, Sporting black business. I mean, black business, I mean. man. And she doing a thing. Um, Baja Yogi. Always love the yoga. Always love the again the flexibility. But she's beautiful. You know. Um, Bayesian, I think you know she's um out here cooking, doing a thing. Um, Chanel Mauritiette, I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She she definitely brought the the I, I believe she's from Linden, but she definitely brought the you know the different accents involved. And like I just and I listen the bodies the body yadi yadi. So there, you know Paris XHK. You know those those are the four four major accounts that I feel like I just keep scrolling and getting stuck on. You know, and I'm I'm like I'm like records, man. I'm liking everything. <laughs> um, for myself, I would say I actually have two now. The first one I would say is Justin LA Boy. I love he's a memer. Uh-huh. He's big on the captions. I love him because he's very inclusive. I feel like as a black woman, I feel represented hey. in some of his memes. I feel like he he, put, he posts memes that make us feel like we're savages because we are, we can be. Um, but also ones that challenge us, that, you know, that, that are really, really funny and comedic. So I really enjoy him. My boyfriend thinks I'm obsessed with this man's page. He's tired of seeing me liking. He's tired of seeing him <laughs> in his DMs. He really is over me in the DMs. He's like, uh. please, don't send me one more um, freaking post from this man. Um, but I enjoy him. He, he got me through the, he got me through 2020 who, someone who crept up on me as you both were talking. I'm like, I don't have a black woman that that has really captured my attention via Instagram. And it is, I, I, it was, it used to be B Simone. I used mm. to really enjoy her. Mm. I have really been turned off of her lately. Mm. Her, her style of comedy isn't really funny for me. Like I like, I like the baby boy. I like all that. I think that's cool. She had me for that. Um, but I'm not a stand really for anybody. So if you lose me, I'm lost. Um, so right yeah. now, who picked up picked up the slack is Watch Jazzy. I really oh. have been enjoying Watch Jazzy. I and I, I was I was on her early. I love Watch Jazzy. I love. I'm happy love, she's still love, doing it. Right? She's she's Afro. She's Caribbean. She's African American. She's uh, I believe Jamaican. Um, but mm. she's she's genuinely funny. And I remember when yeah. she was going to try to become like the the next Baps for Baps to play. Mm. I, I believe Halle Berry. Oh, role. oh yes, was, yes. And yes, everyone was yes. like, "Yo, this is a perfect." Y'all know I said I like casting her with she the her with the gold tooth with and the, the, and, and the over she, lipstick. You know. Oh like. my goodness, she does it. She has the beautiful body to play that role very, very well. And I know she worked very closely with um with Natalie DeSell Reed. I want to make sure I remember her name, mm-hmm. who was also in Baps alongside Halle Berry. And so I know when she passed away, that was very hard too. So yeah. I was like, you know, I'm watching watching her, you know, kind of take the reins. Like black, we, we gotta remember we we taking what we do creatively and we're passing it back. 
And oh, shout out, shout out to Dormtainment because they they put me on to watch Jazzy way back in yeah, the day. Yeah, like, uh, shout man, out to them for great. real. Dormtainment been, been around for a while, yeah. for a while. But watch Jazzy's perfect. She has a good a good video, the one with her being a baby playing with two dildos. Oh God! No. <laughs> it just it, you gotta see. You have to see it. it I'm scared it's now. Hilarious, oh, but that's man. my girl. It, it, I, I don't think I laughed that hard all year when I saw that video. I uh, so there's definitely a lot of people who caught some L's in 2020. I mean, we already talked more about one person, Tory Lanez, but who y'all got on your list? Who who caught some L's in your opinion? R. Kelly <laughs> finally yep. finally got out of here. You know, took 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 a while, but he's out of here, so he caught that L. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, R. Kelly and Tory, those are like the most simulating L's for me, you know, but, you know, I will just, I'm a morbid person, man, so that Kobe loss hurt everything for me, like, that shut everything down in February, that yeah, Kobe, especially Gianna, yeah. like, that, that was the, that was the blow, that was the real blow, like, that, like, we recorded that on the podcast, we caught that while we were recording, and mm-hmm. there was like a f- 10 minutes of silence of just like, just What's realizing what happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and shout out to Nick Will, like, I mean, hey, he, he damn near prophesized it, you know, unfortunately, and just like, yo, if we talk, if we probably be real about it, there is probably some parents on there. There's probably some kids on there. And then we get news that like 13 people have passed away from that fatal crash. And then just to to lose Chadwick Boseman at the end of the year, Black Panther, man, like, you know, on in a, in a August, a summer, summer moment, you know, it, it, it was a crushing blow, man. And um, it rained all the next day. I was in, I was in New Hampshire. It, it rained all day. Like, I knew... You know, God knew, you know, and that, that was hard for us, you know, so much that they, they're not even going to reprise this character. They're just like, oh, we're going to focus on, you know, Wakanda because Chadwick Boseman meant that much to us. And that was a, a hard L. Yeah, now definitely. Let's salute to all the people who passed this year for real. Oh, uh, seriously. Natalie, that's L. Reed. That's the one from mm-hmm. back. You was talking about yeah. uh, Alex Chebec. Shout out to him. Yes. King Von recently. King Von, um, yeah. Pop Lil Smoke. Richard. Sean Connery. Yeah, um, and a whole bunch of other people. I mean, so just go ahead and Google. I mean, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it's real out here. But uh, outside of uh, someone transitioning, uh, someone Mm -hmm. who caught a very big L, two people actually, the 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 king of the coons, Terry Crews and Kanye West. Yeah, them two. Yeah, ridiculous. Mm. Definitely Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. that. I never saw that I, that I, I never thought that I would see them being this level. And I mean, with mm-hmm. Kanye coming from his background mm-hmm. and the messages that he had in his music and him bowing down to Trump and all this mental stuff. Health, his little, mental health, mental health, mental health. Honestly, I wouldn't put that on that. I mean, but you know, I still think that's a strain. Like, I feel like his mental health really has been compromised. And not that I'm trying to use it as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. I still don't fuck with Kanye West. Um, and yeah. I don't, and I mean, honestly, it, it's shown in the work that he's done. Y'all said that Tiana Taylor album stuff was being held back. Y'all didn't like what he did with Nas. Wasn't really a fan mm-hmm. with Pusha T. Like, that man, something he doesn't really have that Midas touch like he used to. He's still creative. He's yeah. still, you know, a genius. But with that genius comes a little bit of insanity as well. Yeah. Yep. He said it. Name but one genius. Name one genius that ain't crazy. He said it. N- name one. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know any who aren't who aren't bad shit. So I mean, and I wouldn't call Trump a genius. He's just crazy. He's not a genius to me. But yeah, definitely. Um, sorry. Was that all you for your L's? Yeah, that's that's me for my L's. I don't got no more. You know, for me, I had a hard time because I, I when I think of people taking the L, I think of like. You know, maybe I'm thinking the permanency of it. Like, you took an L, you never came back from Ooh. it. But maybe I need to be thinking the L's. Like, you just took an L, like, and you yeah. really lost some stuff for it. Let me not be so harsh on the words here. Um, 
So for me, I think who took an L this year, I felt like the music industry took a bit of an L this year um, with regards to how, they, uh, how they've been operating and, and been moving with regards to the Grammys and how yeah. they get nominated. I talked about this in my, my episode one week too, about just kind of reframing your mind on what acceptance looks like, what it looks like to you, how, and what it means for you with regards to your career. Like I work in higher education. I'm never looking to get receive a higher education award. If it comes, I'm mm. happy for it. But I know when people are putting themselves out there with their artistry and their creativity, they want to be recognized for it. So I get it. Yeah. But I also think to myself, why is, why is this the summation of your career and who you are as an artist? Thanks. And at what point in time did this become the gold standard? Why can't we create another gold standard? The BET Awards have been there. And I've always had an issue with awards. I don't, I don't watch award shows. And um, I think uh, I don't watch it because I feel like they're very unfair, but also because mm. when I go to look at the BET Awards, I don't really see our people there. Not to say that there aren't people there, not to minimize anybody's celebrity or what they bring to the table, but the big names, they show for the Grammys, they show from the AMA Awards, they might even show for the fucking country music awards, uh -huh, but they yeah. don't show up for the BET Awards, you don't show up for the Hip Hop Awards, you don't show up for the Soul Train Awards, like, where y'all at? Like, these awards matter too, y'all should be just as upset and big mad over this as you were. Ari Lennox was mad, I believe, over mm -hmm. the Soul Train Award nomination or not winning yeah. it, I think it went to Lizzo, and she was very upset about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm comfortable her being upset because this is, this is for us. This is about mm -hmm. us. And so I get it. It was, to me, felt like a fair opportunity for her to win. It should just be, uh, people like, oh, you should feel honored to be nominated. But it's like, at the end of the day, what makes or break you? And, you know, in this, in this industry, and I think people need to start realizing, like, we got to stop, we got to take the kind of stock that we put into some of these things that we put so much emphasis on and put it in ourselves and put it into the support we already got. You are already a millionaire. You just asking for a plaque, something shiny to go on your wall, but you already got nice and shiny things on your wrist and on your neck. Uh -huh. So I'm just not sure where, like, what more do you need to be satisfied? And that's why I'm like, I'd rather, right? I'd rather, I'd rather be wealthy than famous because fame is a disease and it just is too much. So I feel like everybody mm -hmm. in the industry who kind of feels too hung up on these things or too like whatever. I feel like that's taking a bit of an L to me, but also like in the forcement, the forcing of um, like Tiana Taylor saying I'm not making music no more. That's an L for the music world and entertainment mm. world too. Like you got yeah, artists yeah. who are really like so hung up on it or so like committed to it and, put, and have fought for it and have, you know, strive for it. They don't get it. Now they're like, damn, I'm giving, not almost that she's giving up. She's moving on to other things. She got a really nice little check coming from Pretty Little Things. I believe she's a creative director mm -hmm. for them now. Like other opportunities will present themselves, but like, what are we going to do about what we have now? Like, this is the way it is. So. Back, back. I don't know. I ain't mean to go on a rant. I just want us to uh, be more satisfied. Get it out. I want us to be That's more satisfied with where we are and what we have. That's it. Well, you can be satisfied with this next category. Now, I mean, biggest win. Oh, so I can't. You said it takes a W. You said it got to be a W. Not me. Biggest wins, you know. So what do y'all so, think? I, I think 2020 was all about being innovative and adjusting. You know, you're talking about the music industry yeah. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, who are you you're speaking about? Tiana Taylor, for example, yep, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, she's leaving music, but she's an amazing music director. I mean, yeah. she does all her music videos. So, like, mm -hmm. I think this year was really the year where she came out with the music videos mm -hmm. and really just showed, like, yo, I'm talented and I can kill anything I do. So, anything. I got her on my list definitely when it comes to the creative tip. Uh, Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I say your name Riri. right. Say you know, it right. It's I okay. Know, I know. But, uh, Riri, yeah, she's killing it. Um, with that, uh, the Amazon special with the, uh, the Savage. Savage Fenty. Savage Fenty. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. fashion show. Mm -hmm. So she had that. Number two. She, like, 
the the energy, the the passion that she pours into her creative uh, projects. You know, that's something dope. I never knew that she was definitely that involved. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, so she got her empire she's building. She has Me- fifteen. Mega. She got the makeup line. She got stuff for men now. And I mean, I, I wear like a size large if you want to say something to me. But anyway, Bye. Um, and then now she got the cookbook coming out too. Yep. So it's like she's really taking her, her beginning step of music and transforming, mm-hmm. you know, and that's an important thing, you know, realizing that, you know, your, your strategy has to change with the times, you know, yes, it she does. saw that music wasn't doing it for her anymore. She wasn't passionate about it. She might not, might, might not have been making the money that she deserved, mm-hmm, but now mm-hmm. she's getting that dough for Come real. Come on now. So, uh, Rachel Rihanna, Avenue. definitely on the winning, uh, winning team. I mean, you could be really on the winning team. I mean, get at me, whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, Chloe and Haley also, they both killed it. Um, especially when it comes to visuals, you know, um, a lot of artists weren't able to Ooh, perform. Their visuals are beautiful. Between beautiful. Chloe, Haley and Megan Thee Stallion, their, their virtual, uh, setups, their remote performances, fire. I mean, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. those are some people I got on there for biggest wins. I mean, what about, what, what about y'all? Uh, I'll say that uh, versus for sure, you know, that that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that transformed whatever we were looking at before, you know, like people putting their catalogs together, you know, making for a great night, making um, the best out of the quarantine and being in the house. People are ready for those Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays and whatever day they wanted to drop. We were here glued to it, glued to our phones and Apple TV. No hate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazon, man, for all intents and purposes, man. You know, they won. They, they, they got all our gears, you know, I mean, and for, they got, they got, all. They got all our money. And I mean, yep. like Tip mentioned before, you know, like the impressive thing is that we, we needed those things. They, they came in handy. You know, we needed those masks, those N95 masks and, you know, mm-hmm. all that PPE equipment, you know, so I mean, as, as evil as Empire it is, you know, they came clutch, they came in handy and they, they got it all, you know. Um, yeah. the pandemic definitely won them all the riches. And Meg Thee Stallion, man, she has not faltered. She has not faltered. She's she been, been going. She's been progressing. You know, as, as much as I feel like, as it don't even matter to the opinions of some. You know, as much as I feel like her album was a little mediocre compared to you know um something mm-hmm. like something like Sugar that that Tiffany mentioned before, like her actual mm-hmm. debut album. It don't mm-hmm. it don't matter. It don't matter. She's yeah. still. Winning. She's still a beast. She, she got a coach, a coach ad. Like you know, she's yeah, good. So, she's I mean, making coach look real good. I'm not gonna lie. I saw some coach bags, and I was like, I think I need to get back to coach. Right. Nothing was ever wrong with coach. Right. It Nothing wasn't. was ever wrong but you, with coach. But you ever. need, but you need that uh, visibility and yep. spark. And, and they nice picked the right person. They, they picked pick the, the right one. And they do. They know that a lot of black people do wear coach. Mm-hmm. We started. We was wearing coach sneakers. Okay. Um. <laughs> For my biggest wins, I want to say every and every single black owned business, whether it was created, whether you thought of it, whether you're in the process of, you know, making it come to fruition, whatever it is, whatever stage you are in your black owned business, I feel like you are, um, you have the biggest win this year to me. Right. Um, another one, anyone who's, who could seek out therapy and, and contact the therapist and has done so you win this year because necessary. And, um, last but not least us, all three of us right here, Taryn, Tiff and Monty, I'm um, doing this episode. I feel like, like I said, at the very beginning, collab is not easy. It's hard in making it and making magic happen with three people in, in three remote you know places yeah it's not it's not going to be a seamless process and it's not always going to be like your favorite process but like i feel like mm-hmm. when we get to this point we win we really do it's, it's a benefit for all three of us so shout right. out to us shout out to yes us. definitely definitely so getting into the last segment i mean improvements for next year 
you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff for to, us to work on, you know. Um, and, you know, speaking of this, you know, collaboration and, and remote, you know, uh, really me focusing on the creative services that I'm providing. You know, this is my first time really doing um, a longer show when it comes to live broadcasting. So, you know, this is something that I do. So if you need the live broadcasting stuff remotely, I got you. All professional, bong bong, we good. But also for me, really just um, becoming more focused. Like I, I started towards the end of this year to shift gears for 2021 because I realized that it's going to be a very big year. Mm-hmm. I spoke about, you know, um, this is going to be my last year relying on a nine to five job. I'm yeah. going to be transitioning into Speak this full in. time Speak in December. Now. So it's one of those things of, you know, you got to put your foot in the gas. You know, I'm more focused than ever, more driven. I mean, um, I'm not talking anymore. I mean, it's just execution. You know, you mm-hmm. see it when it's going to happen. You know, I got a lot of stuff on the low that I'm very excited about that I'll be announcing soon. But, you know, I'm just really excited for everything that I put in, you know, the seeds that I planted in 2018, 2019. They really are sprouting now. And, you know, I'm excited for the future. You know, season two of the Real Talk Session series on Chemistry TV, uh, live broadcasts, more mm-hmm. video collabs, bigger guests on the Miseducation of the People podcast. And, you know, I'm diving into esports, which is emerging field. So, you know, I have a lot of stuff that's going on and, you know, I'm just really excited. I mean, and I'm, I'm ready. I mean, get this money with my people. So, but what about y'all? Go ahead, Tiff. I would say for me, um, my biggest improvement for next year is my expanding my reach. I always say, I want to expand my reach. I want to expand my reach. So I want to expand my reach, not just my voice um, in that sense of my podcast, but I want to expand my reach in my coin. So I will, I'm coming for coins next year. I um, think anytime when, you know, when businesses, when you're creating something and you're going to put a price tag on it and ask people to buy it, you get a little nervous. It's like, well, who wants to give their money to me? Who's going to want to invest in me? Who's going to want to actually buy, you know, X, Y, and Z design? So, um, mm-hmm. for me, improvements also include marketing better. I'm learning more about SEOs, the search mm-hmm, engine mm-hmm. optimizations, and I did, that's some information I didn't really have before. Learning that I can actually find trends via Google. I learned that through Clubhouse. Clubhouse has been amazing. I should have said one of the right. biggest wins for 2020. Clubhouse has come through in the clutch for me because um, as I'm currently renovating my website, www.theydidn'tellyou.com, um, as I'm in the process of doing it, it made me think more strategically about what my descriptions need to be like what content I want to put on there, how often I need to, you know, market and then what incentives I need to do. So for me, improvement is just improving on my entrepreneurial spirit and making sure that I, I grab this by the reins and, and not fall short on, on what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to go hard. You want to trying to, you want to be seeing me in a black owned New Jersey page promoting hey, the hell out of myself. Y'all about to be right. like, uh, there you go uh, Tiffany. Uh, so, you know, I feel like that. And that's also one of the biggest wins of 2020. I'm sorry to go back, but like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Black owned New Jersey has put us a lot of us on the map and has sold some of us out. So for imp- improvements mm-hmm. for us, if you're looking to to improve your business and improve your reach, utilize the sources that are out there. They they're there for a reason. I mean, that's it for me. Well, there you go. I mean, listen, the People Talking Podcast.com, that's where you can find us. We're definitely gonna improve every step of the way. Every step has been a progression since the last two years. You know, we've changed microphones, we've changed personnel. This year we may be including some interns, you know. So I mean, it's going to get better every step of the way, but you gotta take it, take it one day at a time. Um, definitely gonna bring more content, gonna get better guests gonna get um more involved with merchandising and opportunity patreon.com slash people talking that's gonna grow um you know so the simplest thing i could say is is we just have to keep progressing i mean and as sarah mentioned it just you know got to keep a foot on the gas and 
keep progressing and don't stop. I, I told people before, you know, shout out to the Ether Podcast, Elephant in the Room. I told them, I was like, yo, I know you just started, but the minute y'all stop, I'm going to be on your neck. Like, keep going. Do not stop. Consistency is the name of the game. Correct. Everybody everybody hasn't heard everything, mm-mm, you know, mm-mm, and, mm-mm. and there's something different for everybody. People's, I, 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 I focus so much on the last week because we drop every Tuesday, 8 a.m. I focus so much on the last week and the last episode and those numbers, but I realize that people are going back to the other stuff, you know, yes, the, they are. further in the calendar. Oh, wow, this, this went mm-hmm. up 200 listens. Wow. You know, so I, so you just got to keep it in front of you. Keep progressing. You know, it's overjoying that I even have candidates willing to not get paid at all and come here mm-hmm. to learn and get experience and mm-hmm. put their time in, you know. Um, so we're just going to keep progressing. Shout out to Popcorn Ferry. Shout out to Hayes. Shout out to all the guests that we've had. Shout out to YouTube being a guest mm-hmm. on this podcast and, you know, yes. being able to create and learn from each yeah, one of yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, collaboration. Things are just going to evolve and get better and speak into and speak it into existence you know you mm-hmm. could do this i mean the network is open everybody and their mama want to have a podcast and every corporation and their mama want to have a podcast division you come know, on people people need content content is king yes um, it is so we're just gonna keep pushing and keep thriving yes oh this episode was so good yeah this you know wonderful thank y'all so much for everybody else who's listening Thank y'all so much for, for tuning in with us. Um, wherever you're listening, whether it's on my podcast, um, they didn't tell you podcast, whether it's on Real Talk Session Series, Mis- Miseducation of the People, or it's on the People Talking Podcast. Wherever it is that you're listening to us right now, shout out to you. I hope that you take this as an opportunity to follow us. So let me give you my my social media handle so you can follow me so you can't say you ain't know. You can follow <laughs> me at Legally Black on Instagram, just straight legally and black. Um, and then also my podcast page at they didn't tell you podcast that is they didn't tell you podcast on Instagram and then my website www.theydidn'tellyou.com. Um, if you want to collab with me, feel free to let me know. Um, shoot shoot me an email. They didn't tell you zero at gmail.com. All that stuff is in link in bio. Um, but I'm ready for y'all to see what I'm working on next year, and I can't wait to see some people in my new merch. I feel like it's just gonna give me all the warm and fuzzy feelings. Love it, love it, love it. And you guys can catch me, you know, at Monty Styles. I got a few Instagrams. So at Monty Styles, you can catch me there. At Styles Baby Look, you can catch me there as well. Got that account back and open. <laughs> um, and you know, the People Talking Podcast at the People Talking Podcast is long, but just spell it out one word. You guys could literally Tiffany brought about SEO. Literally type in the People Talking Podcast however you like in Google, and it will appear for you. Uh, at Twitter, it's the people talking, no G, because they're hating. Um, Patreon.com, so people talking. And um, we are here, man. You guys mm-hmm. can check the website. Everything is there. And um, I loved all of this, man. This is great, great energy. And yes, um, yes. till to, to, yeah. to 2021, man, we're going to be here. Facts, facts. Appreciate y'all for this. And make sure you're following Real Talk Session Series. Make sure you are listening to the Miseducation of the People podcast. That is one of our ways that we are providing this free education out here to the people. Uh-huh. Uh, just in case y'all don't know, you know, the Real Talk Session series is a community-focused media organization. So, you know, we're just out here providing all the information in different ways. we got podcasts, videos, all the good stuff. So make sure you're following at Real Talk Session series on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. No Twitter at all, but I'm personally on Twitter. Uh, Real underscore MR underscore Morgan. And also, that is my uh, Instagram page, too, my personal, I mean, so if you want to follow me. Uh, if you are on the Chatty Chatty, a.k.a. Clubhouse, it is real talk I only. hate this. <laughs> Not me. 
And we got uh, the new website coming up very soon. Um, it is realtalksessionseries.org currently, but it's changing to realtalksessionseries.com very soon, probably next week when you watch this, probably. I don't know. We'll see. And most importantly, make sure you are getting that merch. You know what I mean? Like I told you, we got colors. We got flavors. What you want? <laughs> flavors. Flavors. Everybody flavors. got merch. Everybody got merch. Yeah. I can't, wait. I can't wait to see it. it. I can't so wait to see it. get that merch. Yes. And w- I will be purchasing w- from y'all, too. Yeah, yeah. I got y'all. Yeah, I got, some, y'all I got some things being sent out. <laughs> Wait, Sam, you can go to your website. Get a website. But but yeah. get that merch. www.realtalksessionseries.org slash shop. And all proceeds are investments towards our mission of providing um, educational content towards mm-hmm. empowering black communities across the nation. So, you know, the proceeds is not just going to the pocket. It's going to helping out and creating this content because it costs for me to hire cast members. It costs me to, to hire a production crew. It, I do a lot of this stuff financially mm-hmm. funded by myself. So, you know, yeah, people I can forget. only help you a lot more if I get some mm-hmm. financial support. So, I mean. People forget. Like, my my resume has stepped up extensively. You know, um, mm-hmm. producer, host, everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. social social media, manager, engineer. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know, it does take a lot, you know, so I'm happy you said that. It takes a lot. We are putting our blood, sweat, and tears into this and literally, our money. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yep. And that's the and that's the part that feels yep. kind of like mm-hmm. heart, soul crushing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's make sure you back. all of us. Yes. 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 It's yes. going to come back. But thank you, Tiff. Thank you, yes. Monty. This has been a great time. Thank mm-hmm. you all for tuning in out yes, there. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Make sure you're following all of us. You know, make sure you're supporting all of us. You know what I mean? And thank you for tuning in to the very first holiday pod clash with the People Talking Podcast, They Didn't Tell You Podcast, and the Miseducation of the People. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye. Happy New Year. Peace. Happy New Year. I feel good about this. Just let your soul Make a shadow. Oh yeah. You out of control. <laughs> <laughs>